0: the other two, Stratton and Schenstein. We looked everywhere, sir, but... Never mind. It doesn't matter. Have you gentlemen seen your midterm grades yet? Well, they're not posted yet, sir. I've seen them. Mr. Kroger. Two Cs, two Ds, and an F. That's a 1.2 grade average. Congratulations, Kroger. You're at the top of the Delta Pledge class. Mr. Dorfman. Hello. 0.2. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Mr. Hoover, president of Delta House, 1.6. Four C's and an F. A fine example you set. Daniel Simpson Day has no grade point average. All courses incomplete. Mr. Blue. Mr. Blutarski. Zero point zero. Now I want you to tell Mrs. Stratton and Mr. Schoenstein exactly what I'm about to tell you now. What's that, sir? You're out. Finished at favor expelled. I want you off this campus at nine o'clock Monday morning. And I'm sure you'll be happy to know. That I have notified your local draft boards and told them that you are now all, all eligible for military service. Well? Well? How with it?
1: Classic is what that is. <laughs> All
2: right, why, hello, it's uh, three minutes and 18 seconds after the hour of 11 in this, the month of January, in the year of our Lord, 2007. Thank you for coming along and making a part of your listening today. We are live from the lushly appointed, yet not overly really ostentatious studios of AM 970 Solid State Radio. This, my friends, is the Rick Emerson Radio Program. Uh, that guy, uh, John Vernon who starred as uh, Dean Warmer in Animal House. One of his later but lesser-known roles in a fantastic film, he was actually the sheriff. He was the chief of police in Killer Clowns from Outer Space by the Kyoto Brothers, which is a fantastic film. So if you haven't seen it, you really ought to. I had some point that I was going to make here about something about Animal House. That's gone. Doesn't matter. Uh, Hello, it's the uh, Rick Emerson Radio Program. It is Thursday. We are here in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. Thank you for coming along, making it uh, part of your listening day. It's 503-733-2970. If you'd like to join us today, 503-733-2970. With your comments, your clarifications, your conventions, your two cents, your uh, missives of loathing, whatever. 503-733-2970. 503-733-2970. Richie Bristol standing by, ready, willing, and able to pass along your observations about the interesting, the groundbreaking, the tedious, the mundane, uh, the uh, somewhere in between. Uh, it's 503-733-2970. You can also email if you like. It's rick at rickemerson.com. Rick at rickemerson.com. Sarah at 970.am. Uh, Tim at am. Or oh, Richie with the T at 970.am.
3: Oh, by the way...
2: He, I, I'm, Richie's not quite as hungover as he was the other day. Um, he's pretty hungover. He's in kind of a bad place today. Apparently the Pimp Squad was out in full force. Oh God, I saw them. <laughs> really? You ran into the Pimp Squad out on the town?
4: You know, and I made damn sure. I'm like, you aren't saying where you're from, are you?
2: Was he, he wasn't wearing an AM 970 I shirt, saw, was he?
4: No, no. Please I saw, tell me. I saw Timmy Ryan. The Pimp Squad reminds me of guys who...
2: <laughs> I just have to say that how great it is that we've seamlessly transitioned into actually referring to them as the Pimp Squad. We don't even say it ironically anymore. I'm sorry, go ahead. The Pimp Squad reminds you of what? This
4: reminds me of guys who've just started drinking. Yeah. Like they've just lo- like learned how to figure out how to steal their dad's beer. Uh-huh. I saw Timmy Ryan out last night. I don't know, it reminded me of like college. Yeah. And he's, like, swaying around on the back porch of the Doug Fir, like, swigging a beer and, like, let me tell you this about that. And there's this, like, you know, he's standing with the other guy, can't remember the tall guy. And, like, Adam. It was so embarrassing. I was with my friend Heather. I'm like, don't look at them. Don't look at them. And I finally got up and said hi, but then, oh, God, we've got to go.
2: The th- the, were they, uh, was Timmy Ryan interested in any of your many female friends?
4: No, I was just with one female friend, and he just seemed interested in leaning against the wall and, like, <laughs> <laughs> flopping seemed, around.
2: He just seemed like <laughs> he was chewing on a toothpick. He was chewing on toothpick. Really, was he? And
4: he was totally flopping around. He had his beer like, this is what he was doing. He was like...
2: Like, hey, Fantastic! What's going on? Did he have some smokes rolled up in his Dude, shirt sleeve? I
4: don't know. He was like chain smoking. <laughs> I think that he, I think he had a toothpick.
2: Yeah. And then
4: the, his buddy was just standing there, leaning laughing.
2: up against a gas pump. Was he eating on a chili dog outside the Tasty Freeze? Oh. <laughs> uh,
4: but I made, yeah, I made sure there was no CBS Radio or AM 970 stuff on
2: him. I can't point my finger too strongly because all of us are cut from a different cloth as normal society. But I mean. Those guys. All right.
1: Well, well, Richie's
2: out.
4: And I'm not meaning as Richie's out moving my car. He's a yeah. great guy.
2: As Richie's out doing menial tasks for us. Those guys really are. It, those guys in the peep squad. The three of them, and for a group that isn't associated with CBS Radio in any official, sense, we do seem to spend a lot of time talking about them. Um,
4: and I feel bad that I was embarrassed, but I was embarrassed.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I really was.
4: And, you know, it's just in front of my friend Heather, who's one of my best friends, but I'm like,
1: yeah, I, what can you do?
4: I couldn't explain Oh, I know, it. Heather.
2: Well, I know, Heather, and how is it that there's really... How do you explain the pimp squad to somebody?
4: I like how I do you... These are grown men who are actually really <laughs> like wonderful at their jobs. They're great in the radio business. They just really like to go out and drink cheap beer and call themselves the pimp squad. <laughs> there's no way to describe Slumped that.
2: Slump drunkenly against a wall. Oh, man. All right. Well, we'll talk to Richie about that. He's not as hungover as he was that day after the Cobra Whiskey. Uh but he's uh he is feeling a little bit of pain today and he was lamenting the fact that the rest of the guys in the Pimp Squad are younger than he's I can't keep up with the other Pimp Squad guys. Wow. So anyway,
4: it's just I never thought that in my life I would cross paths with the with the Pimp Squad. <laughs> yeah. Well, they when come. I'm out living my social life. And they
2: come into everybody's life. All right. Did they introduce themselves as Pimp Squad members? Please say no, they did. No, I think
4: they were embarrassed about it, actually. I'm like, Heather, this is the Pimp
2: Squad. <laughs> and then they realized as soon as they had to open their mouths and identify themselves as that to a girl, that they suddenly, they, with stark relief, the point was made inside their head.
4: I don't I don't know if Timmy Ryan was drunk or if like that's oh, yeah. how he is no, in public. No, of course.
2: Yeah, no, it's, I can't believe that he would be drunk, Sarah.
4: But he was just like his eyes were half closed. He's kind of stumbling around, and he's like he wasn't really talking. And it was really weird.
2: Did he? Did he greet you with a what's up?
4: No, he's just like he doesn't make eye contact ever. He's like looking at the ground, kind of you know trying to find his balance.
3: <laughs> <laughs> trying to find his center of
2: gravity. He was drinking
4: like a Bud Light, I think, and it was like sloshing everywhere.
3: Yeah, sexy. Your dance card full there, toots.
4: <laughs> and for some reason, no one was standing anywhere near them. <laughs>
3: Well, you guys are, like, sitting here
2: with no girls anywhere. By choice. I'm going to play that tomorrow. I'm going to find that speech. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking... Wait, what? So if you guys know so much about women, like, why are you here with no women anywhere? Say anything. Yeah. And then pause. By choice, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play that tomorrow in honor of the Pimp Squad. God love them. All right. They I are... Not
4: say they're, they're all very attractive young men. Oh, they're but... great. No, it's, it is... I mean... But can you to... see how I might have been just so slightly embarrassed?
2: You know, yes.
4: Okay. I was going to try see. to
2: give some long, flowery explanation, but yes. The short answer is yes. All right. Oh, okay. It's going to be a great day. I can just feel it. It's 503 733 2970. Your hair looks fantastic, by the way. Thank you. i fan of your new haircut. Thank you. You do look really young with that, though. You look positively pixie ish. Yeah,
4: I went home yesterday. I just get... you know you me, did. You did yourself? yourself?
2: Yeah? You do it yourself? That's impressive. I thought when you cut your hair yourself, it ended up all slanty.
4: No, it took me. I mean, it took a long time. It took me like an hour and a half. But,
2: um. Didn't you cut your hair yourself one time and it was all at some weird angle? Like yeah. it slanted down?
4: Well, bangs are tricky. Bangs are. Especially since I have, like, a cowlick hair and it's. Right. it's, it's, it's so I have to, like, balance it out. We'll see how even it is. Though I haven't washed it yet. No,
2: I like it. It looks good.
4: Thank you. I know. Uh, I feel. I feel weird. It's like looking at me from 2002.
2: Yeah. No. It is. It is. It's like a weird. You know what it is? This is the haircut you had when you first started. Yeah. If you go back and look at our old ass publicity photographs, which we really have to update at some point.
4: I thought we were planning on doing that.
2: Well, but then it was the holidays, and one, you know, everybody was somebody. With, we got to find a day when all of us are here. Find it. Here's the thing. We got. If we no- can
4: find time to ride the tram together, we can find time. to... Well, let's pick
2: a away. week. Uh, let's find a time. A week out. In other words, let's let's sit down at some point and find it. Find a day about a week in advance when we're all going to be here, and we'll get the vanished twin guys in here to do it. Because they are now the CBS. They're all they're the CBS in-house photographers now.
3: Oh, they are. Uh, yeah. No, no they. The, uh,
2: no, they. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. And I'm. I'm proud to say that we've played some that. some part in introducing that. Those two parties together. So they. Yeah. They now do the CBS photography. And they take. They have taken this with this one that I have right here. This is the best photograph of me that's ever been taken.
4: What is that? I don't have one of those. Uh, is it that was, a it press was,
2: pass? No, it's just like, it's a yeah, it was to identify so once people see me, they don't think I'm some bitter crazed loner.
4: Oh, I want one of those. It looks all official.
2: Yes, it does. No, this is, and this is the vanished Twin photography picture of me. This is the best picture of me ever taken. I will never get rid of this photograph. I don't care how old and gray I may be. This will be the picture. Uh, all right, anyway, so, yeah, we'll do that. But, you're, yeah, your hair looks good.
1: Uh, Thank
2: you. So does you. Thank you. Here's what's here's what's coming up. Uh, Rachel McGrath will join us from Los Angeles today, uh, where apparently, uh, so
3: I guess the CBS is this the CBS news writers? Right, the CBS news writers. they were on strike. Attempted a contract. Let's see. Wait, does that mean that all this time, time there's been no
2: new? Okay, they haven't been on strike. No. Katie Couric hasn't had hasn't had to go on there and just make it all of herself. No. All right. Uh, so we'll talk to Rachel McGrath. Bob Noodles Costantini will join us from Washington D.C. today. Uh, I think uh, I think Governor Bill Richardson uh, bailed out of the presidential, and I I'd completely forgot that he was even running. Um, so we'll talk and I think uh, Barack Obama picked up John, the mighty the weight of, of John death. Kerry's the endorsement. Of death. Seriously, <laughs> oh no! Please uh. don't do that. Please don't do that. It's like opening up a it's like opening up a bulletproof vest with fish inside. <laughs> oh no. Um, anyway, um, Brittany watched today. Uh, Britney watched it is both, I don't know, titillating, but I guess not all that surprising. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, it is High Concept Thursday, so we'll have a High Concept section later on today. Uh, we will discuss morons in Malala and uh, other things. Tim Riley working on the following stories for your edification
3: today. Well, the ivory townspeople of Arlington demand their mayor resign after she posted those sexy pictures of herself on the MySpace. She has my support. Two guys engaged in horseplay become stranded in the Malala River with their Jeep. Madonna spends $10,000 a month on Kabbalah water. And, oh, the world's cheapest cars in build in India. The price tag? One hundred thousand rupees.
2: I saw that thing. Uh, I think that uh, Brad had one of those at some point that he drove by. It was like it's like a little. It looks like a little golf cart kind of thing, I've right? I've seen one. Rounded. rounded. Yeah. Somebody in town has one. I think the one that he had that was that
4: lime green one.
2: <clears throat> and I think well, the one he had that was not the twenty-five hundred dollars because I think the one he had was made by BMW in Germany, so I think it was more expensive. But it's that same. It's kind of cool looking, actually. Yeah. I mean, in Portland, that would
3: probably catch on. Yes. Yeah. It, it's what you see in France or mm. London. So place that doesn't have a lot of room to park. Yeah. I mean, in, in other sections of the country, people are probably still in love with
2: huge cars. I think in Portland, you could get away. Portland is one of the only cities where you could pick up a girl in a car like that and not have it be one strike against you. You know what I mean? Or like, do you ever think about this when you
3: see somebody, one of those flex cars, and you think to yourself, those things are more expensive than actually owning a car. Now, Stephen, how does that work? I don't know, but I looked at the rates. And they're way too much.
2: But I, mean, I know that you
4: drive it, and then they have flex car drop-off things, and you just park the car there, and somebody else can pick it up. So, it's, so it's, you, you sign up for it's it. Like a
2: timeshare? Yeah, yeah, you sign
4: up for it, and like you, you have the flex car program, so, so you have it so you can walk to any random car, right. I guess. But Which how It doesn't much you, make any sense.
2: I mean, I guess if you don't own a car, or you don't want to own a car, because the thing is, I think those flex cars, I think the deal is, they cover the insurance yeah. and everything, so all you have to have is a driver's license. How much does it cost? You can find it online. Okay. Right then. Uh-huh. I am sort of intrigued, but I, but whenever I see, uh, and it always seems to be guys for some reason. Whenever I see a guy in a flex car, I always wonder if he could possibly pick up a girl in that car and not look like a tool. But I guess in Portland, you could make the claim that you are whatever. You're being You're a or... of the Pimp
3: Squad. You know?
2: Yes. Well, we can't all make that claim. Flex car. <clears throat> all right. Uh, pardon me. <coughs> All right, so uh, you, you, all of that's uh, coming up. and uh, Membership plans so forth. Wait, did you just tease the news? Kind of. I took. Te- I Oh, much yeah, I okay, feel. excellent. All right. Uh, Sarah Dillon is uh, joining us today. So was your light last night? Well, you went to see Kristen's thing. That's where you saw the pin guy. Yeah,
4: Heather came over in the... Um yeah, and then we met up at my house and then went uh, to a bar, had a couple of drinks, then went to see Kristen play. How was that? Was it good? It was amazing. Excellent. She did a great job. Now,
2: was it her and her boyfriend, too, or is it just her and the the Loyal Bastards guy? There was, might actually, be?
4: there was another guy on the cello, but I don't know if that was her boyfriend. Actually, I didn't pay any attention. Did he
2: look like his name was Skip?
4: You know, I don't know. All right,
2: because her boyfriend's at cellist
3: too.
4: Yeah, because I've got seen some... pictures of her boyfriend. I don't know if that was him. All right.
3: Uh, so, a fox car is five bucks an hour. Your rate includes gas, premium insurance, 153 miles, 24-7 emergency assistance, or $50 a day. So it's $5 an
2: hour, hour or $50 bucks a day, pr- presumably whichever is greater. That's really yeah. expensive. Yeah, that's
3: what I said. Yeah.
5: I guess, you but I mean... You can
2: rent a car for cheaper. Yeah, exactly. So why would you not rent a car? Well, I guess maybe it's the paperwork. I guess, I guess maybe that's what it is. Is well, that once you're signed up, you don't have to fill out the paperwork every time. And they're all over the place. Apparently, you can just walk up to one. And that's the other thing is you you're you can to get it hours. you can get it like that. You don't have to go by budget rent a car. And maybe the office is closed. How do you and...
3: get inside? Uh,
2: I don't know. Probably a key card of some kind. Oh, maybe. I would imagine they must give you like an electronic key to open that thing. That's got to be how it is. That could be. I can't imagine they give you metal keys because those would be duplicated. They've got to give you either a key. Well, like my like my Focus has a key with a microchip in it, mm-hmm. which is, of course, it's so, of course, if I ever break the thing, I'm screwed because then it costs you like $200 to get it. But it's either going to be one of those or like a key card that you go up and, you, and it opens the door or whatever. Because to so the only advantage. a code. A code. Oh, that's probably it. You know, that probably is it. The only advantage I can see to that, though, is that, again, if you need a car at 4 a.m. for some reason, you don't have to go and wait for the, the, right. the, the
3: rent-a-car place
2: to open, and you don't have to fill up paperwork every
3: time. It often within a five-minute walk of your home or office. You reserve a car online or by phone. You drive to a meeting, run your errands, then you return. Do they pay for the gas? Oh, I probably not. All right, see, that does make it a little pricey, because, oh, like, if you need
2: to run to Fry's or something, let's say you have to go to Fry's, that's two I'll hours. A day. Really? Yeah.
3: Why? Uh, The the whos a ma that I plugged the thing in that sits behind the chair that I forgot about burned out. They used to be directing me to your whos a aisle. (laughs) Well, if you want to run internet on the third floor and the first floor, you need one of these things. The router.
2: Yes, yes. Yes. No, the router is the weak link. The router is the weak link in home
3: computing. And I I touched the plug, and it felt like it was melting yesterday. (laughs) And I go, well... This is going to die pretty soon. Let if me put know, it right it by the died, Christmas tree. It died this morning. I forgot it was behind the chair all this
2: time for like three years. Yeah, no, you'll forget it. No, the router is a thing that you forget. I have a, a, a router. I don't have a wireless network. I have a, a regular wired network at home. But the router is a thing that you forget about until you go to log on one day, and, and then just nothing works. You'll open your browser. Did it cannot reach. You know. Please make sure that everything is plugged in. You get that frustrating error message. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Internet is like car keys. Here's what I mean by that. You know, your car keys, you just take for granted until you go to get in your car one day and you can't find your keys. And you're like, what? Where are my keys? I can't... Ah, crap. And then you realize your whole life stops without your car keys. That's what it's like with the Internet. And it always seems to be when you really need to get online for something. Like, you got to buy something or whatever. You get online, you, you click the browser button, that comes up arrow window. And then you realize, if you press the, the, whatever, the Firefox icon or the Netscape icon or whatever it is, you know, Explore... And it comes up and it won't go anywhere? You realize at that point, unless you're just some genius, you have nothing. What are you going to do? If you you start your browser and it won't work, you're not going to fix it. There's nothing you can do. You can turn the computer off and turn it back on. Or you can go for a walk around the block and come home and hope that it works then. There's nothing you can do.
3: Well, worst things happen. Usually, my printer dies right when I'm doing my taxes every year. Of
2: course, no, I
3: I get that too. Or
2: just as I'm running out the door and I'm trying to print out some map quest instructions, and it like <coughs> the paper like you jam it up inside. Uh, sounds it starts smelling like it's on fire.
3: Well, driving a flex car is good for the planet. Don't ask me how their their cars are better for the planet than now they Yeah, yeah, sure it is. It's here.
2: All right, uh, all right. There's a couple of things. First of all, there's a great. Uh, this is a great idea that we had. I'm not going to complain that somebody else has taken this because we never did anything with it. It was an idea we floated that someone else has now actually picked up. They've run with it. Um, so this is well, I'm just going to give I'm just going to give you the the, the website and the website will tell you everything. This is whenisbrittanygoingtodie.com. So the deal is, you go there, you enter your name, your email address, your whatever, you put the date and time of death, and if you're correct, you'll win a
3: PS3. Oh, <laughs> How great is that? I love this country. I do it for an iPhone.
2: I yeah,
4: do... see, the PS3 isn't very tempting to me. Yeah, know. but then you could sell it. Eh.
2: Nah. Nah. Uh, let's see. We all have a date with our maker, but like Amy Winehouse, Britney Spears just can't seem to wait. Da-da-da-da-da gets her final breath and be crowned with a title of Mr. or Mrs. Death and win a PS3. So uh, I have no vested interest in this, but that's when is Britney going and to you die dot
4: condolences Totally, how great is that? That's hilarious.
2: So this is like when we came up with the idea for the, you know, for that, for like the, prompted the Nickel Arcade guys to write that song. So there you go. When is Britney going to die dot com? Uh, let's see. I had a couple of. Oh, today we're riding the tram. So we are riding. Speaking of when people are going to die, we're going to be riding. I have to tell you, I came across the Ross Island Bridge this morning.
4: Did you see the little death bubble going up the hill? I Yeah,
2: I came over the bridge just as the tram... I don't know, what is wrong with my throat today? Hold on. <coughs> yeah. uh, I just
1: need some
2: water. Hold on. So I came over the Ross Island Bridge just as that tram was going over the first bump. And, of course, this, everybody says, well, you know, the worst part is when you go over the bump and you heat and it sways back and forth. So I came over the Ross Island Bridge just in time to see the tram going over that first bump at the bottom. And, man, that thing goes back and forth like it's an executive ball clanky thing. You know what I mean? It's just I mean, it really, just for the Ross Island Bridge, it looked unnerving. So
3: that is today at 4
2: o'clock. Uh, we will be riding the tram to the hill and back down again. And uh, one hopes living to tell the tale. So uh... And back down again. Well, yeah, because once you get to the hill... Do you have to get out and then get back on? Is that the way it works? I don't think... Well, that's a good question. I don't know if it goes around in a circle. I don't think so. I think it takes you to the top, you get off, and then there's another one that just goes... But, you know... you' are like a session stand to buy gifts? But, you know, now I don't know. I don't... I, I don't know how that works now. I think there's two trams on two separate lines.
4: I thought it was just one tram.
2: And it goes in a circle?
4: Wait, are you talking about the one... This one? Yeah. That it just goes up and down.
2: So there's one that just goes back and forth. In other words, so we'll get to the top. We want it to get out. We'll get to the top, stay in there, and it'll go back down. I hope so. I don't really know. I yeah. So we'll. I don't know. So that's that's today. So that's today at four o'clock. Um,
4: so Richie, well of course Richie will. We'll be recording the whole like. Well, won't,
2: won't you join us? Richie, Richie will absolutely be. Uh, he will absolutely be. In fact, speaking of Richie, hold on. Let me. Uh, oh Richie.
1: It's called Sex Panther. Oh Richie.
2: That's let's uh welcome now to the rick emerson show uh richie bristol hello richie hello how are you today
6: good
2: you know what you sound like just now you did sound like Stephen first in animal house when um when when dean warmer says you know whatever his name is mr whatever hello uh all right so how are you feeling today on a scale of one to ten dude
4: i don't want to be recorded right now <laughs> well it's our last day last day oh, of what geez. our relatives can <laughs> kind of sell
2: this online uh how, how are you feeling this morning uh Hangover a little bit. So were yes. you
4: drinking PBR? Is that why you were asking? Yeah,
2: he's complaining. He's blaming his hangover on PBR. On PBR. Is a bad
4: hangover. Is it
2: because it's? Just, is it because it's, it's cheap?
4: Yeah, because it just it, it's made up of evil and like you just, <laughs> your stomach turns against you. Then it's way. made up
2: of evil. That should be their marketing campaign. Uh, so you were lamenting that you can't keep up with the rest of the pimp squad members because they have youth on their
6: side. Yeah, they could go and go and go and go and yeah. go. I gotta say, my energy's for the lady. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. How's
2: that working out for you? Never mind. I don't want to know. It's I not. Know, I don't want to know the answer to it's that. It's not really. It's he counterproductive. today
4: how he was, uh, how the pimp squad was letting him down because they kept telling people that they were the pimp squad, therefore giving up the fact that they were pimps, no. and then they wouldn't get ladies in the Is end. Is that
2: a true pimp doesn't? Uh, no, you don't in,
6: indulge it until like
2: later. you don't, uh, you don't, uh, you uh, you, uh, you don't brag about your pimpitude. You let them, you let them sense your pimpitude. Is yeah. that it? Until it's too late.
4: Oh you're, okay. it is too. Remember uh, Brad the car guy just wrote me the name of the stupid names. Remember? Oh, that's right,
2: Minnie and Benny or whatever, <laughs> Mickey and Mickey and Mallory. Uh, all right, so uh, so the tram ride today at four o'clock, and we're thanking who? Hans. It's Hans. 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 Uh, so Hans took that up for us. Yes. All right, that is happening at four o'clock. All right, excellent. Uh, I had something else to ask you, but I can't think what it was. There was some other. Oh, and we're waiting on the guy to drop off that Girls Gone Wild DVD that he claims you you can be heard in. Ah, so, Corey. Yeah. All right. So Corey may be dropping that off for us today. All right, tram ride at four. Yes. What time do we need to be leaving here? Like three thirty? Uh, I don't know, bus Because we'll we're taking the car, the street car, right? Thing right. that the tram... I'll check Can schedule. I park?
4: Is, is there parking? I have to run home and let out my dog. Uh...
2: Parking where? are right, you coming back here? We're taking the train. I'm sure this is gripping for everybody. All right, we're taking the train from out front of the station, though.
4: Why? I mean, can I just drive? Well, there I and don't meet
2: know. You? If, are you? She gonna have to pay for parking if she parks there?
6: Uh, I don't know. We'll I don't know it out. nothing about it. You might I want don't... to give somebody your keys to me, for Richie, correct?
2: Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll figure it out. All right. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Richie. Uh. All right. Well, that's that's it. Oh, except for this. Uh, I was out doing a few things uh, last night. Um. And oh, and. Okay, stop I'm getting all getting myself all, all cranked up. I a couple observations and a couple calls. First of all, I do want to thank Sarah this morning for introducing me to this fantastic site, and I don't even know that I should oh. give it out on the air. Oh, um, you
4: totally should. What nobody can take anything. Is from it
2: me. is it Zappos? Is it that it's shoe Zappos. that shoe com. site? It is. So I never thought I would become this guy, but this morning when I should have been preparing for the show, I was in here buying shoes online like a common girl, like a woman, in here buying. I'm so I have, awesome. I look. I hate to sound like this guy, but I have these shoes that I love. Uh, that I bought in Seattle uh, about a year, a year and a half ago, um, and they—they they, they really are—they're fantastic shoes. These great, uh, these great leather, uh, these great leather waterproof kind of casual dress shoes that, I, that are just great. But man, I had only had them about a month, and I tore a big chunk out of the leather on the toe, and there's just no way to fix that. You can kind of get them polished and buffed, and they can sort of wax it up, and it, it looks okay for a while. But it just—I—I I, I just am it filled with anguish about the fact that I messed these shoes up. So Sarah's like, you know what? There's this great site online, and here's what sold me. Because I'm an American, here's what sold me on the shoe-buying the shoe buying site. Uh-huh. Sarah's like, you order them before 1 p.m. Pacific. They'll be here tomorrow morning. And so what? And Tim's face just lit up. So what did I do?
4: Immediately, I'm going to go.
2: And so I immediately went, jammed in my credit card information, and now the shoes are Ooh. on the way.
4: Look at these shoes. I was looking online. Those are pretty great. Look, they're bo- And look, they have your size on the back. Uh,
2: those Dr. Seuss shoes another Box. Uh, anyway so that's what i did this morning sitting here like a girl buying shoes on the internet could have been could have been following the presidential race could have been following the adventures of the pimp you squad you are
7: so giddy too. sitting
2: here buying shoes like a woman so anyway but they're going to be here tomorrow morning so when you hear and twenty, you
4: them, and you had them sent here, right? Yes, I did.
2: I had them sent here so I can put them on immediately. You that's, don't even have to leave your home to buy shoes anymore. No, that's just how lame I am. I didn't even have them sent to my house. I can't wait to to, to wear my new shoes. Maybe stolen that they were sent to no. house. <laughs> exactly. So they will arrive tomorrow morning. When you hear me talking tomorrow, I will be wearing my exciting new Dunham waterproof black uh, leather shoes. So. Uh, I don't have time to talk about this guy yesterday that I thought was Billy Ray Cyrus. I had to go over to the, I had to go over to the couple building yesterday to pick up something. Mm-hmm. I go over to the couple building. I walk in, and I, Tim, I, I probably speak for you more so uh, than anybody else here on this, is that you've been in radio long enough that you can probably spot this. Can although Sarah had you have maybe had some of this at KNRK, are you at the point now where you can immediately spot uh, when somebody's walking into a radio station if they're an artist, even if you don't recognize yes. them? Because an artist entourage always looks a certain way. And I guess, Sarah, you know that because you've got to travel in that that scene. There's always somebody in the middle. There's always one guy standing next to him on a cell phone. Always. There is always a guy on the cell phone. Everybody's wearing sunglasses even when they don't need to. They all, uh, you know, there's one guy who always looks grubby but pretty. Uh, and, And then there's, you know, somebody else. You know who has like a, a like a, a lanyard around their neck with 50 different laminates on it.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm walking through the Who's couple the manager totally, and I'm walking through the couple lobby, and I can see what is clearly the entourage of some music artist. And I look, and for a minute I thought it was Keith Urban. He looked a lot like, and I I never thought I would know this much about contemporary country, but he looked a lot like Keith Urban. And I said, oh, that's Keith Urban. That's interesting. And then I, you know, walk out. because I'm, you know, I had some place to be.
4: Keith Urban, I, the one who's married to Nicole Kidman? I believe no, no, so.
2: Okay. Uh, and so I thought, oh, that's Keith Urban. I didn't know he was here. So I go down the escalator. And then I'm um, talking with somebody else who works here at CBS Radio. And I said, here's the weirdest thing. I think I saw Keith Urban. And she's like, I love Keith Urban. Let's turn on the radio. So this uh, woman here who works at CBS that I was talking to, she turns on Couple, which is our sister station. And we hear him being interviewed in the studio, this guy. And she starts talking. She goes, that's Billy Ray Cyrus. And I said, oh, my God, it was Billy Ray Cyrus. Was it Billy Ray Cyrus? No, it wasn't. Oh. That's the other thing. It was some other guy
4: who they looks. They all start to look alike, all the country exactly. guys. Exactly.
2: But, you know, the weird thing is, as she said, hey, it's Billy Ray Cyrus, I flash back to what the guy looked like when I walked by him. And he did look just like Billy Ray Cyrus because Billy Ray Cyrus now in turn looks like Keith Urban. And I know that I've lost anybody who's not a country fan. But you know what? I, they Everyone all
4: knows, Billy Ray Cyrus is Americana. Like people know him, and they he has
2: that that straight sort of page boy haircut thing. You know, but that like that like chin length bob thing going on now. They all do sort of. They all look alike to me. They've all they all have that same look right now, and so and then it turned out it was somebody else, and I and I apologize for not forgetting the guy's name.
4: Did but, you meet the guy?
2: Uh, no, I didn't. So here, so at first I thought it was Keith Urban, then I thought it was Billy Ray Cyrus, then I found out it's like some some schmo. But I I will tell you this. This is this is also I can tell you this that for the five minutes where I thought it was Billy Ray Cyrus, I was filled with regret that I didn't stop to talk to him. I have to tell you that for about the five minutes last night that I thought it had been Billy Ray Cyrus in the lobby, I was like,
8: I should have stopped. I can't believe
9: I didn't get his autograph. I.
2: I mean, I'm 34 years of age, and I was all torn up that I didn't stop to talk to Billy Ray Cyrus. So, And it wasn't even Billy Ray Cyrus, so, you know.
4: Is it some random guy?
2: Nothing lost. It was some other guy. Um, all right,
10: let's get a couple of these, and then
2: we'll break. I'm so excited about my shoes. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello.
10: Hey, Rick. The oh. flex car. Yes. It's, it's not so much the owning the car. It's that if you live downtown in, like, a condo, yeah. you have nowhere to park it.
3: Yeah, but
2: isn't it cheaper just to buy a parking space? The car's like 50 bucks a month or 50, you know, bucks at sister, 50 bucks a day.
10: Well, I don't know about Portland, but my sister moved to downtown Chicago. Right. And the parking was like over $100 a month just to yeah. leave it at her place.
2: I can and see so, that. It's most major cities. Yeah, live. I mean, parking is expensive in most of those places. It really is. Yeah. yeah. No, I can see that. All right. All
1: right. Thank you. Right. Bye. Bye.
2: Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello.
1: Hey, Rick.
2: Hey.
9: Uh, the tram is one continuous cable so those cars always pass exactly the same point they just go around in circles.
2: Okay so Ooh. there's two cars just on a loop like uh right. I don't know like does racing it slow cars. Down?
4: Do you have to jump off like on a ski lift while it's still moving? <laughs>
9: not quite. No and it is a lot of fun going over the bump it's not scary at all. Yeah but it you know those lots of parking down there too Sarah, if you want to park.
4: Okay cool. Okay Thanks.
9: how does
2: she get to the parking place?
9: Um you turn down like you're going is it So like you're going to Enercom? The spaghetti factory you know the old spaghetti like you're going to
2: Annott's yeah
9: and um it's really easy. i mean you, anywhere down around there it, we had to walk like a block and a half or two oh. blocks before we a parking parking so car.
2: it might be easier for you to drive
4: because you have to go home guys, and take care of your dog I'll, i can just pick you guys up and we can alter it down you can park at any
2: car and there are plenty of empty spaces there And
1: you guys can take your yeah. street car back
2: you're a bad person all right yeah that's you a good have idea
1: a blast. all right thank you hey you guys are great love all you all right bye now bye
2: uh hi you're on the rick emerson
1: show hello hey rick this is john from northeast portland hello man. what's up uh, i haven't talked to you guys in a long time um Hey, I worked on Bible Man. The, the,
2: with the Willie team. Ames?
1: I'm not joking, man.
2: That is sweet. All right, please Send do. Send us a clip. Seriously, well, what did you do?
1: I, I was listening to you guys yesterday, and I was cracking up. I, uh, after college, about six or seven years ago, went. worked at a post-production house here in town and was like an assistant editor. I did a lot of digitizing on that. Uh, For
2: the various Bible Man special effects?
1: You are correct, sir.
2: Post-production. Yes.
5: Yeah.
1: Um, and the interesting part, there's a bad guy. And I grew up here in Northeast Portland. There's the, one of the main bad guys, don't remember the name now, dude, but is Layer. Uh, was <laughs> underneath the Fremont Bridge over on the uh, east side. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Where that dome is. Yeah. yeah. I always thought that was pretty cool, man.
2: That's fantastic. Do you put it on your resume? Worked uh, on the way Oh,
1: no way, man. Hey, I talked to you in the past. I I work over with Jolie at the Blazers now.
2: Oh, excellent. Oh, cool. yeah, All right.
1: I used to talk to you guys back in the day. I still listen to you guys a lot.
2: Thank uh, you, my friend. Thank you for sharing your button. So please tell me you have an autographed Willie Ames picture.
1: No, dude. I actually wanted to get a picture with him, but I was more of a Scott Bayo guy. Remember that movie, Zapped?
2: Yeah. Yes, yes, I do. Uh,
1: was there some scenes in that or what?
2: Yes. It Which, was, a, it was uh, an important part of every young man's uh, maturation process. If
1: you guys become Bible man and Bible girl on Halloween, dude, that would rock. No, oh, that no, we're
2: gonna, and Tim Riley will be God.
1: <laughs> that works, dude. Hey, you guys, keep it up, man. I love you guys. All right. Bye now. Later, brother.
2: Okay. I love Final people. call, then we'll break. So do I. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show.
1: Hey, Rick. How's it going What's today?
10: What's up? What do you what got? Up? Well, that's the tram, first of all, that is actually designed and manufactured by a company that makes trams for... Um, you know, skiing facilities. So it's, I mean, I think they're all over the world, and, and there's nothing to worry about.
2: Uh, despite the long list of tram accidents that I was reading yesterday. We're
4: not going to
10: rehash so, the tram Well, considering, way. though, how many trams there are in the world, the percentage, I'm sure, is really low. Oh, I know. That's what people go,
2: well, you know, statistically speaking, flying is a is, safe exactly. form of travel, exactly. which doesn't That's make you feel better at all.
10: And, you know, all that said, I just really wanted to call in to wish you all a happy death
1: day.
2: Thank you. Thanks, sir.
1: Bye Bye now. All
2: right. Well, all right. Let's take a break here. I don't like people uh, so much anymore. I like people. I just don't like humanity. We'll be back after this uh, with Bob Costantini. Stay right. Oh, this is dangerous.
4: Are you still on Zappos?
2: No, but somebody sent me an email about it. It says, uh, this is Aaron says, hey, there's no shame in using Zappos. It's a fantastic site. Even a man can shop there. Free shipping, 24-hour shipping, hassle-free returns. And then, of course, he puts in the boot, he says, and specialty design, Chuck Taylors. Ah, I can never go there again. I use them to get these leather shoes. I can never go back.
4: Uh, That's what you're saying now. I know an addict when I see one. Uh, it's one of those things
2: that you don't think you would like. Well, it's a 24-hour shoe shopping site. And then I say to myself, why would I need and then I go there today and... Now I see. Now it's all so clear. <sighs> all right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show from Washington, D.C.
8: <laughs> CNN radio correspondent. bow before him, Bob Kessitini.
11: Thank you, Rick. Hi, Bob. How good are morning. you? Good morning. Hi. How are you, sir? All How are you doing?
2: I am fantastic. How's life? How are things?
11: Uh, very good. Very good. Busy for election time, uh As you would expect,
2: it is indeed because now uh, John King had this great interactive map on CNN the other night where he was showing, uh, you know, there was uh, New Hampshire and then there's um, all right. So help me out here. So it's New Hampshire, then with Nevada next.
11: Well, for the Democrats, it is uh, Nevada next. For the Republicans, they are um, they are basically uh, it's going to be a Romney versus McCain contest in Michigan. Um, The Michigan folks decided to move up their primary so that they would have some relevance. and the Democratic Party uh, punished them by uh, <laughs> absolutely not uh, recognizing the results of the Michigan primary. So, however, it turns out the Democratic side doesn't seem to matter that much, and <clears throat> excuse me, none of the Democrats have bothered campaigning there. Um, but the Republicans have 30 delegates at stake, and that's actually uh, quite a decent number when you uh, when you look at how many of uh, the uh, delegates. The Republicans have total. I, I will Democrats have, just, have thousands of people.
2: I will have just have to make this brief observation. The thing about John McCain, John McCain appears to be some sort of zombie candidate where, where you, you think you put him down and then he just comes back over and it, he will not. He's like the Terminator. You know, he just will not stop. Uh, so it remains to be seen exactly how that plays. Is Giuliani showing up for any of these, or is he just... Did Giuliani basically just buy some sort of armored compound in Florida, and he's just never leaving there? He
11: uh, um, he hopes he can uh, really kick-start in Florida and then uh, make a significant showing on Super Tuesday, uh, which is possible because Super Tuesday includes... Um, uh, you know, New York, and, California. And that will essentially function as a, a nationwide primary, it, it effectively. That's that's as close as we're probably ever going to get, it seems. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh,
2: and then uh, Bill Richardson, who I had sort of forgotten about, and I think probably most people had, and that probably plays into his uh, decision to get out. Uh, <laughs> how many Is there a ballpark estimate on, maybe not him specifically, but just in general? Do you, I mean, this is, maybe you have no idea. Is there any sort of notion of just to get from where he started to, yesterday last night when he dropped out how much money that is down the drain i mean do you have any idea
11: i don't know exactly but i i do know it is um it's it, it it's mean, with the millions <laughs> um it's it's a number it, it's a lot of millions of dollars i don't know because uh, we haven't really been uh, uh as you might say <laughs> paying a significant amount of
1: attention, really?
2: Go figure. attention to him
1: that's hard to believe
2: <laughs> uh all right so he's out and then uh, let's see. Who else is
11: it? Chris Dodd is out. Is he not? Uh, oh, yes. He he left. He and Joe Biden decided to so, throw in the towel so after. Biden
2: did as well. Uh-huh. I must have missed that some. Idea. Yes. Here's the thing about, and I'm not trying to be snarky. I think I just I didn't notice that for some reason. But here's the thing about Biden, just as a sort of side note here. It is 2008. I remember Joe Biden running for president when mm-hmm. I was. I mean, God, I mean, like 1980, I think, or 84? No, he ran was in it, 88. Was it Was it, Was it? it 88? Yeah. So 20 years ago. So, uh, I mean, it, 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 I, I guess, you know, whatever. I mean, I guess everybody's got the thing that they're into, but it does seem... It's hard to criticize a guy who maybe who says that he wants to make the world a better place and all, but, I mean, you just think about the, the accumulation over the course of 20 years, how much time and money and energy... Uh, goes into something like this. I mean, it's just millions yeah. of dollars, thousands and thousands of hours of your life that you will never regain. Um, it is pretty staggering. There, if there hasn't been already, it seems like there ought to be some psychological study about, you know, like what, what makes Sammy run for president, uh, you know, uh, as Bud Schilberg would say. It has to be
11: a lot of ego, It's obviously. I mean, oh, yeah. I,
2: yeah, I, mean I hate to say that because it makes me sound like such a cynic, but, I mean, it really is, I think it is just hubris in its most distilled form in some ways. <laughs> I mean really the idea that you are going to spend millions of dollars because it's just that important to have people follow you it's just uh, it's odd is what it is and
11: it uh, uh it a lot of times people will run for president and don't seem to have a great concept of reality yes. uh and they but they do hope uh, that maybe they'll their candidacy will catch fire the way you know Bill Clinton did or Jimmy Carter or, uh uh, to name at least two who were you know, considered long shots when they first got into it's it. That was Mike Huckabee, you know, if you think about it.
2: I was actually, uh, speaking of uh, Bill Clinton being a long shot, actually, this is how lame I am. Right. I went home last night while my friends were out taking in nightlife or music or uh, trying to win favor with the ladies. I was at home watching The War Room, which is that Penny Baker yeah. documentary about the 92 Clinton campaign, Yes. and that had the famous scene where Bill Clinton says, you know, New Hampshire has made Bill Clinton the comeback kid. Mm-hmm. and everything. You were talking about people who were just so naive about the process. It, what are the odds uh, that Bloomberg is really going to decide that he's a, uh, a presidential candidate? Because that seems almost doomed to certain and and humiliating implosion.
11: He swears he isn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> he continues to swear sure. that he's not interested. It's in funny that he always the, seems to be doing, doing that on camera, thing. though. Yes. The swearing he's
2: not going to be president always seems to happen on camera in front of a very carefully chosen group of people.
11: Yes. Uh, I uh, I don't know. It's It's really very very unusual um but uh you know it's it's again it's a sort of ego thing it's a a feeling that um you know the two parties are so at each other's throats that why not try to repair the breach uh by coming in as an independent um you know it's uh, <laughs> who can explain it really well
2: certainly not i my friend uh all right are you uh, are you on tomorrow
11: I will be around tomorrow. All
2: right, we will undoubtedly speak with you and enjoy the rest of your day. My, my pleasure place. as always. Right, there
11: you go. Thank you, Take sir. care, Rick.
2: CNN Radio Correspondent
5: Bob. Fascinating. There
4: are. Fantastic. Wonderful. It uh, wasn't a happy Bob
7: Day.
2: No, but, you know, it's it's got to be busy for those guys. I mean, busy is, is an understatement. He's, I mean, it's just uh, because not only is it primary season, so all, there's all of this news to cover, but then he's got to cover for everybody else who's gone because I know Steve Kastenbaum has gone today. I know Lisa Goddard's gone today. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Lisa Desjardins, has gone today. I mean, everybody's out. Uh, and so, and, and it's likely to stay this way, pardon me, likely to stay this way all the way through the end of the year. Uh, somebody, I'm trying to find this. My email was kind of screwing up here trying to find this uh britney thing that somebody sent me somebody sent me uh what appears to be and i can't say for sure yet because i actually can't open the email at the moment yahoo's kind of screwing me uh somebody sent me what claims to be it's like an internal memo or something from the associated press um telling people how to cover britney spears um i know i did you see? see that no did I... you? okay did you see it was on... and
4: how she's she's now she's
2: a big deal a big it was deal. on gawker did you read it yeah, I did you get a chance to read it. Was it interesting at all?
4: No, it was just like you know they're, they're talking about how they weren't talking about it stuff. Just let like, you know anything dealing with Britney Spears now is a big deal. It was
12: really weird. Weird, to what read. a
2: strange time we're living in right mm-hmm. now. That the Associated Press has to do that. Uh, let's see, we'll do see who these people are. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello. Hi, Rick. Hello.
12: This is Helen.
5: Hello,
2: hi. Anyway,
12: what I want to tell you is my girlfriend called me yesterday and told me about going on the spaceship. You know, the thing going all the way to the, the top. tram. Tram, yes. Tram. And when you get to the top, there's a wellness center, a women's wellness center that you can go in. And there's a whole long row of art that Laura Russo donated. And then there's a balcony that you can go outside and stand on and look at the mountains. So you might want to consider stopping
2: know. by the women's wellness center
12: yeah but i mean looking around there because of the design of the bill design and then like i say there's a balcony to go out and stand and look out the city and then also i think there is parking uh, down below by the water and there is um like a spa or exercise place that people can pay to go use it and it's all glass and it's beautiful and on the other side there's a uh, uh store for getting glasses. Have, a, you know, let me
2: ask you this. Here's a, here's a question. Uh, I feel like I'm on one of those like uh, tour guide things, and you're like the little iPod thing that I'm wearing that's telling me what I'm looking at. Uh-huh. The, it, who paid for all of that?
12: Um, a lot of the city paid for it, and the medical school, too, because they didn't Did I really?
2: To, so let me understand this. Did I pay for a lose. spa to be at the top of the hill? Really? What? what? Did I pay for a spa to be built at the top of the hill? Oh,
12: no, no, no. It's not at the bottom. It's at the bottom. The I spa see. is at the bottom. You know, if like you can park down around yes. the bottom.
2: Here's another question. I don't know what a wellness center is. Is that a hospital?
12: No. It's uh, Well, it's a women's wellness center. But and I mean, uh, don't ask me. But, so what is, but, what
2: is, but what is a wellness center?
12: Um, that
2: seems like a little bit of newspeak, but I don't understand what it well, means. Well, it's
12: probably uh, ways to stay healthy, if, you know, uh, just ways to stay healthy. That's probably, you know, uh, uh, isn't that the way we're supposed to live, is work on staying healthy rather than getting sick?
2: Well, I suppose that is true, Helen.
12: Mm-hmm. All
2: right. Thank you for sharing with us.
12: Well, just a minute. Yes. So uh, down down In below where they have the parking. Pull up my chair. Yeah, And they have the gym. There's a restaurant that's supposed to be uh, French uh, Oriental.
2: Are you writing all this, really?
12: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, do, do a little exploring Sarah, as long as you write down need... that there,
2: there's a French Oriental restaurant there.
12: A, French a new Oriental one, one. very contemporary, I guess. It's down by the water. I mean, down by the parking area, by the. This is not another the... kind
2: of. Does Scotty J work at the French Oriental restaurant?
12: Well, I don't know. Yes. That would be good if he did. I guess it's beautiful, yes. it's very modern. But you should look around, just not just go up and go back down. Look around I should
2: stop bit. to smell the uh, the roses is what yeah, you're saying, Helen. Yeah, exactly. Ellen. All right. What else is going on in your day today, Helen? What are you well, What are I, you doing I right want now?
12: Well, I, uh, I loved it. I felt yes. good about what Sarah said about uh, she gets along better with men than women. It's like, oh, yeah, yes. I smiled at that one. Like, but, I mean,
2: really, what else is going on? Like, what are you going to do when you hang up the phone today, Helen? What else is lined up for your day?
12: Well, I'm just listening to you.
2: And, uh, is that, now you're around the house doing that? Yeah, uh-huh. and, uh
12: huh. And, I listen maybe... to you often. I, I, I live out in the country. So is this, uh, maybe uh, a little, this... may,
2: maybe a little shopping later in the day or maybe no, some not doing some actually, things around I'm staying
12: the house? home. Yes. I have a cleaning lady cleaning my house and so I'm just sort of straightening up. Tomorrow I'm going out.
2: Now you have a clean. You have a cleaning woman. Are you a uh, are you a woman of means? Yes. Really? Uh huh. Now is this uh, is this inherited money? Is this uh, money that you yourself? Uh, no, no. It's created, inherited,
12: inherited, inherited and, and money. And a husband to take care of me. I want to be taken care of well.
2: Well, of course. What celebrity would you say you most resemble, Helen?
12: Um, nobody but myself.
2: No. Now everybody looks like somebody,
4: Helen. No,
12: no, no. I don't I don't
4: buy that either. He always says that, but I know people who don't look like anybody. Else. All right. Okay. Well,
12: I mean, it's just uh, it's like the idea, like Sarah. Do you, you work so, hard at creating yourself yes. and just like you too, you work hard at creating yourself and you're an individual mm-hmm. and you know how we like yes. to be that way in Oregon. Yes. We're all very like to it be. It is
2: true. It's the pioneer spirit, Helen, it's Absolutely. alive and well. So you have do a, you know
12: just a minute, do you know what the motto uh is of Oregon that was done in eighty eight? Is she flies by her own wings.
2: Is that true, Helen?
12: Yes.
2: Hey, let me ask you this. So you have a uh, you have a housekeeper now. Do you have someone who creates who cooks for you as well?
12: No, I do wonderful cooking. Really,
2: is that true? What do you? What would you say? Your spec? Do you also cook French Oriental dishes, Helen?
12: No, I cook a lot of Indian, Middle Eastern, all different kinds of food. And if I live nearby, I would bring you some cookies. I was. Gonna,
2: oh well, that's well. You know, the next time you're in Portland, you know, the way to the Rick Emerson shows heart is through cookies.
12: Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Would What's you your cookies- favorite kind?
2: Um, uh, I room cookies preference. <laughs> I mean, I myself like peanut butter, but I mean, I'll take I kind like of anything. Peanut butter too. cookies are always good, Almost. Helen. Toll. Yeah, Tim Riley votes for perhaps a chocolate chip variety, but anything is really good. Is yeah, as long as it's tasty. That's uh, we're big fans of that. Helen.
12: Okay. Well, one day in the spring. Okay. Yes.
2: One oh, I'm sorry. Spring, that was the I'll end of I'll your bring sentence. You some cookies. Okay, Helen. I'll let you tidy up for the housekeeper. You have a great day.
12: <laughs> bye. Thanks. All right. Bye now. I. I love her. Wow. wow. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your cookies. It's like as talking as to Emily a,
3: Gilmore after dining at the. Uh, The French-Oriental restaurant after we come back on our spaceship ride.
5: I
2: love her. She She was was great. She was wonderful. No, she was great. Uh She was great. Helen was really great. Um, It just, it really does go to show that one cannot uh, boil the audience down to one set of characteristics. You know, we have that guy called earlier who... No offense, sir. The guy who worked on Bible Man, who sounded like he was stoned out of his mind. Dude, I worked on Bible Man, dude, with Willie Ames. It was righteous. And then there's Helen, who's sitting there apparently just polishing the good silver and, like, readying for some, like, an afternoon tea of some kind. Wow. All right. Um, Well, let's take a break, shall we? This seems like a logical stopping point. Back after this with Tim Riley at the Ministry of Truth. Sir Rick Emerson showed up. Go
3: anywhere. Well,
2: all right then. Why, hello, it's the Rick Emerson Radio Program. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, at the Ministry of Truth, this is Tim
0: Riley. Time for the Rick Emerson Noon News Hour from AM 970 Solid State Radio. And now, from the Ministry of Truth, this is Tim Riley.
3: CBS News and a union representing 500 of its employees have reached an agreement on a new contract, ending a a two-and-a-half-year dispute that contributed to the cancellation of primary debates last month. The news writers, producers, editors, artists, and assistants working at CBS Radio and Television in New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Washington have been working without a contract since April 2005. Like the striking Hollywood writers, the workers are represented by the Writers Guild of America, but their contract is handled separately because they write news rather than entertainment. So that's that. So, so Katie Couric would have had to write her own news. That would have been terrible, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes, it would have. And uh, let's see, we also found out that a judge has ruled this morning that an Oregon reality TV show star is not guilty of drunk driving. This is Matt Roloff, the star of Little People, Big World. He was on trial for supposedly driving while impaired on the night of June 9th. Uh, an unusual twist. The judge learned that jurors had looked up legal terms on the Internet in violation of the judge's directions.
2: Kind of weird, of course. And no point try to discuss. No point try to figure out what you're talking about.
3: So that's that. It's over and done with. All right. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, then we have this. uh, Well, kind of breaking story. The final coroner's report on the death of Donda West. This is a. uh, Let's see, Kanye West mom who died. They say of coronary artery disease and multiple post-operative factors due to liposuction and mammoplasty. She had a heart and, attack. And what? Plasty? Momoplasty? Mammoplasty? Mammoplasty? So your,
2: your mom is... Right. You get your mom shrunk?
3: Yeah, I'm throwing that Plum to memory. you. Is that, a, is that a
4: breast reduction? I'd say, because I know she or was having lift a, or something? her breasts and her stomach done, I remember. All right, okay.
3: So she had a heart attack right after surgery, so the lawsuits are going to be flying on that one. Did you ever think about Dan Rather suing us for $70 million? Yeah, but... What are you going to do? <laughs> what can you do? All right. Fair enough. Uh, then we have... This is my favorite story of the day. Uh, I got this from K2, and I'm going to read it the way it was written. Oh, this is the, um, the the Malala guys. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yes, I encourage everyone to go to katu.com, which is something I don't do very often, uh, to look at the photograph of these two nitwits standing
3: on top um, of a Jeep in the middle of the Malala River. the roof of their Jeep. Yes. Nearly submerged in the river. Now, Wagon Wheel Park... Uh, I'll read it from the beginning. A risky cut left two young men stuck on top of a Jeep in the middle of the Malala River Wednesday afternoon. Wagon Wheel Park is known for off-roading, but it was certainly not the type of activity one should be doing. Witnesses tell K2 News that two men thought it would be fun to cross the Malala River. They said the two men had been screwing around the park all afternoon. Is that the journalistic term for that? Yes, Carl Click would read it that way. They, they looked at the two men were screwing around in the park. In the, in the AP style
2: book, <laughs> when you're talking about some sort of hooligan-like behavior, the actual anchor term is screwing,
3: screwing around. We're screwing around. We told them it was a pretty bad idea. We went over there with our cameras to watch, and sure enough, they got stuck in the middle of the river, and the water was coming in over their hood. I really don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> It didn't seem like a very good idea to me. Witnesses said the two got stuck. They horsed around and snapped pictures of themselves. They horsed around after screwing around. Yeah. Well, they screwed around first, then they horsed around. Uh, Rescuers had to uh, bring the bank to show they're in good condition and did not require medical attention. So there's a couple things about this. First of
2: all, the photograph of these idiots on the roof of their uh, Jeep, as it literally is in the middle of the river with the river, I mean, it's nearly over the roof of the car. Yes. I mean, it, it, the car is very nearly completely submerged. <laughs> he's, he's like jackasses. A lot of these jackasses are standing on top of it, about to be. And there's a picture of them taken, I guess, from the bank or the shore, of them standing in the middle of the river on the roof. Like, well, sorry, I don't know how it happened. It, like those photos you see of like cows standing in the middle of a stream somewhere. Um, and then we're reading the like the actual text of the story. And this is K-A-T-U. This is uh, ostensibly a professional news organization saying, the men have been screwing around in the park all day. You know what? And you know exactly what that's about? That's where they fired all of the regular news people there, and they've just hired a bunch of bloggers who are 14 years old to write the stories for
3: them. Jesus. There may be some trouble for the driver. Identified as 27-year-old Vitaly Chernoff, police are citing him for reckless driving. The passenger identified as Oleg Vitovi of Happy Valley. Police say Churnop had been bragging about trying an similar stuff a couple of weeks ago, and said he had just put a new engine in after the previous one got waterlogged. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, that's what you get. for screwing around. We're screwing around. Enough horseplay. Hi, you're on Quibling.
13: Grab ass.
2: Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello.
13: Hey, what's up, you guys? How are I'll
2: you? Rough housing, too. We're fine, sir.
13: Excellent. Um, I just want to – there's a couple of things that I, I want to share with you today. One thing was uh, I was driving down 205 today mm-hmm. around 10 o'clock, and right off of the – I think it's a Stark Street exit or something, rather, um, I saw a police car pulling over a on the freeway, a person in a wheelchair. Wait, what? What do you mean? There, there, was, a, there was a person on the freeway being pulled over okay. by a police car, and Hold they on. were in a in there in a wheelchair.
2: That's somebody screwing around. Um, I was just going to say that. That's an advanced case of screwing around. That's. <laughs> Alright. Is it southbound on Stark?
13: Yeah, southbound on the 205 freeway. <laughs> really? And, it, and it, was, it was like one of those like, Stephen Hawkins type.
2: Uh, it was a motorized uh, wheelchair? wheelchair.
13: Exactly. Exactly. And uh, and the, the police haven't been pulled over because I guess you know. Okay,
2: that's fantastic. We have to find out why that was. All yeah, right. That
13: was pretty. good. That was pretty good. Okay. Also, a couple other things too is I I' no offense to you guys, but I'm just going to be so happy when you guys do this tram thing because it it, it it doesn't seem like a big deal. Maybe it is. Maybe it's terrifying. Maybe not. But everybody calling in about it and giving their two cents it's uh it's it just goes on and on.
2: You're saying you don't... Well, that is us. You're saying you no, don't find it to be uh, unnecessary. That's because you're not doing yeah. it.
13: That, that can be true. That, do you have a fear of heights, sir? Uh,
2: it's partial.
13: All right. So have you ridden the tram? Um, no. Are you, are, uh, you, yeah.
2: are you going to ever ride the tram?
13: No, because I had a bad experience uh, in... Oh, no. The, I, I think it's See, what's called the gondola or something like in why it's,
2: Disneyland. This is why it's interesting, because it, because exactly when I say have you know, blah, 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 tram, and you made it go, well, this one time when I almost died...
13: Well, it was, uh, I was. I was. By the I way, can li- I? I used to live in uh, California by Anaheim, and, and, and I used to go to Disneyland a lot. Just before you a...
2: before you proceed, can I also note? Yeah. Uh, I just uh, just if I can point this out, as much as you were as much as you were sort of belittling it or poking fun with almost no provocation, you became one of those guys <laughs> okay. calling All up right. to tell a tram story. Oh, I did,
13: didn't
2: I? In your face. Mm-hmm. Damn it! All right. Myself. So, what is your tram story? Go.
13: Uh, okay, so I was it was in I think I was six or seven years old, um, and I was living in uh Long Beach, California and I used to go to Disneyland a lot. And on the I believe it's called the gondola and you would ride it from one end of the park to the other. Mm-hmm. That when we were riding it, me and my sister were riding it, uh one of the cables partially slipped and yeah. it dipped down probably about a foot. It dropped about a foot before it caught back on and then it jerked us back up again. And pretty much everybody on the whole godawful screaming. Yeah, because about, you know. it,
2: because you don't need to hit the ground to really have that affect you badly. All that you have, it's like wind shear on a plane, or when you have turbulence. You know, the plane doesn't have to hit a mountain. Uh, it just turbulence where you kind of go Wah! and the plane jerks around, the lights flicker. Have you ever been on a plane when there's bad weather and the lights have flickered? That'll oh,
13: yeah, that's, that's pretty scary. That'll
2: ruin your pants.
13: Yeah. yeah, and then, of course, the soothing voice of the captain is all like, well, you know, uh, we just want to a little turbulence. It's quite all right, though. I and mean, that doesn't really calm you
2: down. No, 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 of course not. The, no. uh, yeah, and as Henry Rollins once noted, the, the really weird thing uh, about the, the, when the, the pilot is talking is he kind of says, uh, a lot, which is sort of freaky because, uh, means you don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's, you know, a lot of,
5: uh, <laughs>
2: we've... <laughs> we encountered a patch of choppy air, and uh, we're going to try to navigate through it as best we can. You, uh, Michelle and Candy are going to get you guys uh, buckled up, and we'll uh, come out on the other side. And, uh, just means you don't really know what you're talking about at all. So, all right. Cool.
9: Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Bye now. All right, Do they it. have
3: a, a course to teach pilots to talk like that? Because normal people don't.
2: And they all talk the same yeah. way. Pilots all talk like that. They all have that weird, and they say, uh, a lot, and that they draw everything out, and you do get the feeling though that you could be plunging into a sea of molten lava, and the pilots be... uh, we 're over mount Pinatubo, and you uh, 're probably going to notice a little red glow outside the plane uh we 're going to be uh well, we're probably engulfed in flame here in a few minutes and uh Well, uh, we're going to be meeting our eternal salvation or uh, damnation after that. And uh, so uh, probably going to do final drink service now. And then uh, Sharice and Misty will come by and collect all your uh, trash. All right. Thanks for playing. Yeah, that's it. It doesn't matter what's happening. They all talk that way. All right. Here's uh, Tim Riley.
3: The founder of Carl's Jr. is uh, very, very sick in the hospital. His name is Carl Karcher. He is the founder of Carl's Jr. He's been admitted to St. Jude's Medical Center in Fullerton, California. He is 90 years old. He retired as a chairman of the board in 2004. Uh, he started Carl's Jr. with an investment of $326. How is that even possible? It must have been a long time ago. I guess. All right. He's credited with one of a kind of products like the Western Bacon Cheeseburger.
2: Can I tell you this? I have never eaten at Carl's Jr. Ever. I, not that I've avoided it, I've never had. I think I've had once, and it was it was pretty good. Everybody can sort of talked about it a lot. Maybe like the, because they have that six dollar hamburger or whatever. They, uh, everybody t- they talked about Carl's Jr. and I guess because the only Carl's Jr. I can even think of is that one downtown. Oh, this one over by my house on the west side. Yeah, but I don't ever go there. Well, you should someday. Just so I can be turned away, just so I can go there and be sneered at by people like Helen looking out the window. Who's the hoodlum on our lawn? No, no. Um. Yeah, I, there's a Carl's Jr. downtown, I, it's like at a Radio Shack on 4th or whatever, but I uh,
3: maybe I'll go there today. Yeah, um, there's one over by me at uh, Cornell and Cornelius road. All right. Well, maybe the next time I go to, uh, well, you're going to, but Fry's uh, brand
2: new. Wh- where is Fry's in relation to your part of the world? Oh, jeez. It's about a two-hour drive. <laughs> really? I mean, from my house to Fry's, look, if I were to get in my car, go no, to Fry's, turn around and come yeah. back, it's an hour. Yeah. I mean, just the travel time, mm-hmm. to and from Fry's for my house is an hour. And then, I mean, your shopping time is, you know, another hour probably. So you know, every Fry's time is I go there, thing.
3: I remember I need things that I'm not even thinking about right now. Oh,
2: man. Uh, Fry's is so dangerous. I walk through Fry's, and I just bought... The last time I went to Fry's to buy something, I don't know what it was, I think small, like a, like a cable or something. And I, I came home with $500 worth of electronic merchandise. You know? Call him, honey, do we need a 7.1 Dolby system for the basement? Sure. Okay. You know, that's... So I Fries is really the it, it is a place that is that's where I want to be stuck when the zombie apocalypse happens. Hmm. Uh
3: I want to
4: I want to be stuck in Costco. Did
3: you see those lights flicker? I did. We were just talking about that too.
1: Oh, it begins.
3: All right.
4: What about Costco? They've all those TVs, all the food.
3: That's true. We
2: Costco should totally do. One.
3: We should do
4: And it's a huge warehouse. I mean, it's basically like, you know, it's you can't get in.
2: Have you read The Zombie Survival Guide? Have you read
4: World War Z yet? No, I'm halfway through World War Z and I haven't read the Zombie Survival. Okay, and but I, gotta, I think Costco would be a great place to be. They have weapons, they have TVs. Then I've got to bring
3: Mayflower, madam, for you. Yeah, no, it's they true. Have wine, That's a great Costco. Crate. Costco has some un, unspoken about power. I think there's a giant magnet that just pulls cars into the parking lot mm-hmm. and loads it up every day, even the day after Christmas.
2: I can't
4: And remember. those giant muffins and trampolines and all kinds of sporting equipment.
2: Okay, there needs to be a movie about a zombie apocalypse and some people take refuge in a Costco. Yes. I'm trying to think. I was gonna say we should do a high concept places you want to be stuck when the zombie apocalypse happens, but I think you may have. I think you may have already ended it with Costco. I think that's the gold right there. I can't. I think that's the win. Um, yeah, I got nothing. And plus, it's got. Uh, it, it, there. Wait, are there windows at a Costco? No. It's all like the big all, panel doors. it's a giant warehouse
4: that, with a huge panel door. It's a
2: Las Vegas of shopping. It really is. I haven't been to a Costco in years. Can I tell you that? Um, just just going across street from Carlos Junior. I was just telling you about. I don't think I have a Costco membership anymore. Do you still I don't have, have to have?
4: Years either. Actually. Do, you,
2: do you still have to have like a weird, like a friends and family thing where somebody's got to like, like you got to be like Joe Pesci, you got to be made to get in there. And they
4: scan your receipt and like mark it with a highlighter.
2: You know, that's exactly how they do it at the Mormon temple. No lie, getting into Costco and getting into the Mormon temple are exactly the same. Same kind of card with your like weird little black and white bad Xeroxie photo on it. Um. All right. Well, there you go. Here's uh, Tim. The great thing about Costco is you can just be eating like a free hot dog that they've given you while looking at big piles of books that are all $14. So here's Tim Riley. Uh,
3: Meanwhile, 40 of the new iPhones, along with the various other cell phones and activities, were stolen from an AT&T wireless store in Salem. Police responded to an alarm at Hawthorne Avenue Southeast at 4 a.m. this morning. They found a window was broken and those items stolen. Uh, more evidence of the spreading damage caused by the real estate slowdown yesterday as Lake Oswego-based West Coast Bank court announced it expected almost $28 million in losses from pres- uh, residential construction loans in the fourth quarter of 2007. Meanwhile, here's something that nobody wants. John Kerry has made his choice for the uh, White House. Right. In 2008. This is the right uh, time to
8: uh, share with you. Flashback. To make sure that we know that oh, I, I him. have the confidence and that Barack well, Obama, as long as he's got the confidence, be, will be and should be the next president of the United States. It oh, just hurts but, to listen it to It hurts.
4: I hate it. <laughs> yep. He, I have to tell you. He reminds me of such a bad point in all of our lives.
2: I was just going to say, you want to talk about a guy whose voice triggers so many negative associations at this point. Reporting for duty. Yeah.
3: I'm so glad that time is over. So he puts Barack in a very uncomfortable position of having to thank him.
8: John Kerry is a man of courage, a man of conviction, and a man whose life story... A man whose life story has given him an intimate understanding of the kind of change we need right now. Please
3: quit standing next to me. That's the last time it'll be mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> Go away. You remember that
2: horrible time about six months ago when John Kerry was talking about running for president again? How how glad are you that that... hey, you know, here's the thing. I was watching that War Room documentary last night. You know what? I forgot that um it's so weird you watched this fifteen years ago. They all look so young. So un um, they look like kids. They really do. Um but um uh, I forget what point I was even gonna make. But you're right, but John Kerry, though, is just it does. I mean, it was only uh, four years ago, but doesn't it already seem just like a lifetime ago that John Kerry was running badly against George W. Bush? Yeah. I mean, it just seems like an eternity ago. So, all right. Well, there you go. That's going to help no one.
3: Uh, meanwhile, uh, Mike Huckabee, remember him? He went the Paris last night on Comedy Central's The Colbert Report. He was asked by host Stephen Colbert... If he could top fellow GOP White House contender John McCain's vow to hunt down Osama bin Laden all the way to the gates of hell. How are you going to stop him? You're a man of the faith. He said he will hunt Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell. Will you hunt Osama bin Laden all the way into hell? Uh, And beyond. I will charge hell with a water pistol if necessary. Okay. I can be secure as what sounds like a shaky deal at best with Stephen Colbert on last night's program. Just ask me... One more
2: time, I'll say no, and then, you know, then you can pick somebody else. Go ahead. Now, Stephen, please, be my running mate. Yes!
0: (laughs) Yes, a thousand times yes!
3: Okay. Uh, Rudy Giuliani unveiled his plans to overhaul the IRS while stepping in Florida, but a bomb scare forced a last-minute change of venue.
14: We have made no arrests. We have no information other than information came in that it was a bomb threat at Harris Corporation.
3: So there, Iranian television has released footage. Oh, by the way, nobody listens to the president anymore. But he's been uh, hemming and hawing. Iranian uh, television. Yeah, Iranian television. Do they get HGTV as well? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. But the backstory on this is because nobody listens to him anymore. Nobody knows. But our latest enemy is Iran, and nobody will listen enough, so he keeps saying Iran's the enemy. Iran's well, did... the enemy. They want to attack Isn't us. Isn't there
2: some guy in a jet ski that
3: zoomed by one of our aircraft carriers the yes. day or something? Mm-hmm. Iran. Yeah. He's a threat. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Whatever. So Iranian television has released footage of their boats in an effort to show they did not threaten U.S. naval vessels. Iran has also released their own audio excerpt from the encounter between the Iranian boat and the American ship. So here we go. Let's find out what this is
8: about. Coalition warship seven 73, this is Iranian and Navy patrol boat. Coalition warship seven operating in international waters... <laughs>
3: No, there. Whatever no, that means. See, Well, here's the thing: is so, so apparently
2: there was some huge American, you know, whatever warship or whatever, whatever kind come of and ship. Get us, come and get us! Come and, and get the, us! And then, like it was literally like like a like a ski boat, mm-hmm. like a speedboat, sort of like yeah, a ski. you know, like zipped by us. And Iran's it an act of war,
9: and uh,
2: whatever. I mean, uh, but Iran's immediate response was, you know, that the footage was fabricated. And it is very telling of how skeptical we all are of the country that I immediately went, well, okay, sure, probably. Like as soon as Iran said that we had fabricated, like made up the footage with CGI or something, I immediately assumed that that might be true. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there you go. So you know that that's George Bush's last, that's like the last thing on his to-do list: uh, embroil U.S. in another pointless war and leave a mess for office. somebody to clean up. Exactly. That's and totally I'll just what, what it is.
3: Clear. i brush. You
2: know what it is? This is like, uh, this is like when you're moving out of the apartment and your landlord is a dick. Uh, and you decide, uh, you know, you just, I'll fix his little red wagon. And you just let, you know, it, you just have all of your friends over. And, and everybody just trashes the place before you go because your last act is to make the landlord sorry that he ever rented to you. That's what George Bush is trying to do here. He's trying to leave one huge, gigantic, burning pile of poo in the living room that we're all going to have to come in and clean up.
3: Well, let's hope the landlord gets even. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So let's go back to talk about yesterday's story about the Idaho man who was being held for mental health evacuation after he cut off his own hand, put it in the microwave in an apparent attempt to escape the wrath of God. He called 911 this past weekend saying he cut off his hand and was bleeding. Captain Ben Wolfinger of the Hootenanny County Sheriff's Department. Really? That's what it looks like. The I man. Hoot nanny. Okay. The okay. sheriff's department said when deputies arrived, the man was calm, had a tourniquet around his wrist, and told them he meant to cut off his hand with a circular saw.
15: He said he did it intentionally because he thought he had the mark of the beast on his hand. And they said, Well, where's the hand? And he said, Well, I cooked it. It's in the microwave. Ah. And uh, that's exactly where they found it. They found the hand in the microwave. It had been cooked.
2: I bet when you're a cop, you live for calls like this because this is what makes the, the, the days interesting. How do they
3: know it was cooked?
2: Well, no, you, well, you know what your hand looks like. Well, that's true. I, I mean, mean, even for a opinion. Opinion. it wouldn't turn red, would it? Do you really want us to
3: ask because you know someone will call in and tell us? I microed my hand way back when. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Captain Wolfinger said deputies found the man who had his right hand uh, completely severed at the wrist.
15: They said he was very calm. Uh, he was uh, very. He seemed very rational at the time. That uh, uh-huh. he just uh, needed to cut his hand off, and so he did. <laughs>
7: Excellent. He just needed to, so he did. Well,
2: you know, who can argue with that logic? Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello.
5: Hey,
11: Rick. Hey. Uh, Carl Jr., 82nd Powell, right by your house. Kay. Okay. Okay. Uh, aircraft
16: pilots, why they all talk that way? Oh,
2: wait. Hold on, hold on. Did that Carl Jr., that's up kind of by the McDonald's, uh, right? right? Gen X. It's, right, right, right. Okay, like yeah, it's right a, yeah, it's right across from the Gen X clothing food and food for less. less. Yeah, for, okay. Poor
11: people shop, All right. That's right. Um. And uh, American pilots, uh, they all came out of the Air Force, so they all talk the same. Is that why? That's exactly why. They all talk you like Chuck Yeager? Yeah, you can't you can't get an airline job if you're not basically ex-Air Force. Is,
2: is it true that you have to have 20-20 like, perfect vision to be a pilot? You can't wear glasses?
11: I don't know. Uh, that's
2: somebody I, always I told me so. that. And it's like, I have no desire to be a pilot ever, but I'm still sort of angry about it. I'm like, screw that! Discrimination! Like, I'm kind of angry about the fact that I couldn't be a pilot, even though I, I don't want to be.
11: I do know that if you have uh, um, RK on your eyes, it's unacceptable. You have to have natural 2020. Yeah,
2: I would never get that anyway, so, all right. Thank okay. You. okay.
11: Oh, okay.
4: That's that
2: savage thing where they jab your eyes with bits of glass. Have
4: you seen Little Miss Sunshine?
2: Uh, no, it's at home, but I've never watched it.
4: Oh, okay, no, because there's a, there's a point when this kid is trying his whole life to be a pilot, but mm-hmm. he has to have perfect vision as uh, well. Yeah, that's,
2: I've always heard that. Maybe that's just in the military. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show.
17: Rick, this is uh, Chris Boba Fett.
4: Oh, yes. You,
2: now, you are a Costco employee.
17: That would be correct. And, uh, yeah, since I work at 2 in the morning, it gets pretty boring. And so, yeah, I sit there and I ponder our, 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 uh, our doom. Now, what would it... it you have...
4: eat those giant Costco muffins. I love the chocolate chocolate chip ones.
17: Yeah, we get those. What? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Would it, have
2: you, do you share the assessment that Costco is the place to be when the zombie apocalypse happens?
17: Well, I know the one that I work at is because... You got gas, too. What's that? You got gas at that one probably. Oh yeah. The yeah. one off of Airport Way, one hundred thirty eight. Yeah. We got gas there. Um there are, are no windows. All of the emergency exit doors, there are no handles on the outside, so excellent. People that even want to try and get in can't get in. Excellent. We've got tons of food. And you have um,
2: generators there?
17: Oh yeah, we sell generators, we have generators. Um we've got, you know. Do you we sell got,
2: weaponry or sporting weapons of any kind? No. But you have, like, you know, like a bow and arrow? No. Knives?
17: We Well, yeah. Axes? We've got knives. We've got axes. Okay, we well, got... see,
2: that's what I'm talking Crowbar. Oh,
17: yeah, we've got crowbars.
2: Okay, now the crowbar is, that is, according to the Zombie Survival Guide, uh, the crowbar is your single best defense against a zombie.
17: Uh, I would say a two-ton forklift.
2: Well, there's also that. <laughs> All right, excellent. So you, but you, you have to give us your word now that when the uh, zombies rise that uh, you will allow us in. This can't be like people.
4: that Twilight Zone episode. A, a special knock and everything in advance. There, there has to be a, a code. You oh yeah, I've yes. already figured it the out. Cow was I was in
17: the den. Out. I've oh. told people. I said, look, you know, as soon as as soon as everything goes down, haul, haul butt down to Costco. I know
2: it's where dead. everybody. You know, Aaron and the Geek Squad and all those guys. They are. I know where they're hiding out for the zombies, and it's not nearly as good as Costco. So, oh, no. uh, so uh, while they're, while they're being uh, consumed by the undead, we will. Uh, We'll be oh, there with every, those big like those big five pack pizza things that you get. Oh yeah.
17: Every every place, you know, you can't say every place is impenetrable, but even at Costco there we've we've even figured out escape routes in case it all goes badly.
2: Fantastic. Excellent. Thank you, sir.
17: Yep. All right, there you go. All right,
2: I feel better about that. You know the creepy thing about that zombie survival guide, apart from the obvious, is that as you read it, because it is written exactly like a regular survival guide, like a mountaineering survival guide or a whatever, like a camping or fishing, you know, guide, that about halfway through you forget that you are reading a guide, you know, to protect you from zombies. Like you the part of your brain, like you suspend disbelief. About a third of the way, halfway in, you completely forget the fact that you're reading about something that is, you know, insane. Uh and you just start to go, well that makes a whole lot of sense. And I found myself actually wanting to make notes at certain points. Like, I gotta remember this. Here's Tim Riley.
3: Well Bergen County, New Jersey parents are floored by a new school lunch policy. You see, the children are forced to eat their lunch on the floor. The school district superintendent uh, won't let CBS 2 into the high school, especially anywhere near the floors inside. Yes, that's because where students have been eating their lunch. That's right. More than 1,000 students attending Macaw High School. Macaw. Mm-hmm. A good majority of them sit on the floor and they're seen in pictures. The cafeteria holds 300, but some outside tables are provided, and seniors can leave for lunch, but parents and students are quick to speak out to school leadership against hundreds of people dining on the floor. Kids should not be eating on the floor, said one mother. Nobody should be eating on the floor. Animals eat on the floor. Uh, Samantha says it's dirty and disgusting.
2: I don't understand. is Is the school making them eat on the floor? Yes. Why? Because
3: there's no place for them to sit. Don't they have tables? Yeah, but not enough for all of them. Okay, well, whatever. Seriously, kids spend the first five years of their life eating dirt. Who cares? A renowned microbiologist warns 80% of all infectious diseases are spread through floor contact. As a matter of fact, these teenagers could be spreading fecal matter, blood, and urine. I would categorize this as stupid and primitive. Ah, It is a scourge of third world countries. Wait, hold on. I have a
2: fecal matter story over here. Oh, yay. Just in time for the lunch hour. This is from, um, uh, let's see, St. Louis today. O'Fallon, Missouri. Two O'Fallon 17-year-olds have been charged with misdemeanors for their role in... This just gets worse with with every sentence. For their role in lobbing a bag of feces into a Walgreens, where it then splattered a pregnant woman... (laughs) No, 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 but you think it's, you see, that's awful. No, but see, you say that now. You don't know what awful is. The bag's contents struck a 37-year-old pregnant woman. Some of it got in her mouth. She must now continue to undergo tests for six months to make sure that her baby is not infected with anything. So, there you go. Oh, but her student, she's a teacher, and her students are buying her a new coat. All right, here's Tim Riley.
3: So, Dan Rather can sue CBS for $70 million. Uh, the judge did not issue a final ruling on CBS's motion, but he suggested the parties try to agree on some discovery just in case and told them to return to court January 23rd. Jesus.
2: So, let me understand this. So, we're paying Imus $20 million to mm-hmm. no longer work here. Yeah. We're paying Katie Couric $20 million to do that. To work here, but not have any viewers. <laughs> <laughs> and we're paying Dan Rather, perhaps... Seventy million dollars for giving us a big journalistic black eye. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, what a great year it's been. <laughs> and he's seventy-five.
2: He won't even be able to spend that money. Well, well he's, he's gonna... just a
3: young pup compared to Andy Rooney. And What's you going to spend it on? A big granite
2: block? Oh, by the way, can I just? Okay, I. Oh, I hope I get this phrase right. Tim said the best thing at about ten fifty-nine this morning. And I hope I. I hope I don't get this wrong. So. I don't remember what I said. Oh, I remember more or less what it is. So right before the show sitting here and tim says out of nowhere out of the blue tim says so i was let's see so i was trying to find graves last night is that the phrase is that what you said i don't remember exactly it was something very similar to so i was looking for graves last night
4: i was looking for graves last night yeah and to
2: which sarah and i sort of stopped and looked at each other and did a slow turn towards tim just picturing you with a shovel and like a bag uh you know uh, now no one can no one can say I don't have John Lerake's spine. Uh, so what graves were you looking for last night, Tim?
3: No, I decided to look for Merv Griffin's grave. <laughs> and this, I think, on TV. Well, I was watching Pioneers of Television, and last night, uh huh. It, it's a documentary on PBS. It, yeah. It's it's not excellent. It's okay. They leave a lot of people out, eh, and they have the obvious people. But last night it was the pioneers of late night television. So they had uh, Jack Parr, of course, uh, Steve Allen, Johnny Carson. Uh, Joey Bishop and uh, Regis. Regis was on. Because he was part of that Joey Bishop show. Yeah. And uh, they had Merv Griffin. So I decided, why don't I go look for Merv Griffin's grave? And I found it. It's, uh, it's posted on my webpage That, But it's worth looking at. No, the epitaph is mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, if you, go, to, go to RileyLive.com. You'll see it is well worth finding more of Griffin. I hate to do this, uh,
2: but I won't even give away the epitaph. Uh, because it's, it's better if you just go. And it's not morbid more bitter. Yeah, it's just a picture of the headstone. Uh, and it is family friendly, just a picture of the headstone. But it is, it is fantastic. It's one of the best epitaphs I have ever seen. So go to RileyLive.com, R-I-L-E-Y-L-I-V-E.
3: And if, and course, there, there's no grave for Johnny Carson because he was cremated. Yeah.
2: Does he have a marker even? I don't think so. Well, that's appropriate, though, because he whole didn't thing want to was, be bothered. His whole thing was to, to to be remembered as the guy on the stooling and on, on the mm-hmm. show and then to be gone. Uh, so go to RileyLive.com and, and check, check out Merv Griffin's grave. Sarah just shot me a look.
4: I just found the greatest, and after you go there, I just found the greatest magazine cover I have ever seen. Oh,
2: what is that? Wait, do you want to tell us now? Yes, please do.
4: I think I'll wait for the Britney Watch.
2: Okay, well, let's break and come back with your Britney Watch after this. Why, moment. that sounds fantastic. Excellent. Back after this, and then your phone calls. hold, stay there. Uh, we will return in just a moment. Uh, let's see. We got a Bible man comment, a Tim comment, a Mormon temple comment. So stay there. Back after this, and then uh, Britney Watch and the greatest magazine cover Sarah Dillon has ever seen. Stay there. Here's Public Enemy.
5: going to
8: break down. From a rebel, it's final. A black vinyl Full rock and roll coming like a rhino. Turn. burn and learn.
2: They can't the power of my yeah. Alright, it's the Rick Emerson Radio program with this breaking news. We now take you to uh Tim Riley at the Ministry of Truth.
3: Breaking news the National Weather Service in Portland has issued a tornado warning for Southern Clark County in Southwest Washington, Southwestern Skamania County in Southwest Washington. This is in effect till one o'clock. At 12:20, it was reported a tornado touched down near Hazel Dell or near downtown Vancouver moving easterly at 30 miles an hour. The tornado will be near Sipton, Orchards, rush prairie and evergreen. any moment now. Camp Bonneville, Salmon Falls, Lacamas Lake, and Alpine around 1240, Elkhorn Mountain around 1245, Larch Mountain around 1250. The safest place to be during a tornado is in a basement. Get under a workbench or any other piece of sturdy furniture. If no basement is available, seek shelter on the lowest floor of the building in an interior hallway or room closest to a closet. Use blankets or pillows to cover your body and also stay away from windows. We also have this other report here. There are reports of the tornado or funnel cloud north of Ridgefield, Washington. That was sighted shortly before noontime. So far, no injuries are reported, and authorities have not confirmed the tornado sighting, but several people have called to report it. Once again, a tornado. Warning is in effect for southern Clark County in southwest Washington, southwestern Skamania County in southwest Washington until 1 o'clock.
0: Jesus,
2: that's freaky.
3: Isn't that freaky? Orchards is where, uh, that's where Joni lives. Doesn't she live in Orchards?
2: Well, I always take the Orchards exit anyway. That's the the exit that I take. So, uh, Jesus. All right, well, that's...
3: No joke, it's for real, I've never seen this before, no, all that's... the time that we've been here. I know, that's a freaky thing.
2: As Sarah was just noting, because we get a little EAS alert, you know, the, this is a test of the emergency, whatever. Uh, and there's like a, there's a little blank where you write down, reason alert sounded. And Sarah's writing down, tornado. Yeah, and I thought, that, how weird. And of course, now this is Tim, now if, you're, if your mind works like, I, like mine does, what am I immediately flashing to as you're reading that? I don't know. The WKRP episode where the tornado is hitting Cincinnati, and Les is on the air, and he's reading up. And the the only thing... is on the phone i think who has actually breaking news about this this what you're listening to right now in your headphones is the air feed okay i'm unsure because of the delay about whether anything i'm saying right now is going to go out um okay so Okay, we are back well let's just continue on as though we're being heard so uh and let's check back occasionally sarah with the air monitor to see if
3: so once again if you're just joining us A tornado warning is in effect for southern Clark County in southwest Washington, southwestern Skamania County in southwest Washington, the tornado was reported near Hazeldale around 1220 or near downtown Vancouver, moving easterly at 30 miles an hour. The tornado will be near Orchards, Brush Prairie, and Evergreen. Any moment now may have already passed. Camp Bonneville, Salmon Falls, Lacamas Lake, and Alpine around 1240. So that's any moment now. All right.
2: And uh, so uh, it probably goes. Uh, can you hit the air monitor for a second, mm-hmm. Sarah, and just see? Okay, there. We're back. All right. uh So, and it goes without saying, uh it, it, all kidding aside, I don't. If, if, if you think if if you think it's there, if you hear anything weird, or if suddenly your window panes are rattling or whatever, just do uh, you find a basement or whatever until that's over. Cause but who uh, has a basement? I mean, I mean, you, know, you don't. Wanna... If you live in a newer home, you probably don't have a basement. Uh, you...
4: <gasps> oh God! And we're on the tram today, and there are tornadoes coming. Well, through. we may not be on the tram today. Uh, they, mean,
3: maybe some other day. Something
2: tells me that the tram. Well, they. I mean, even if there's just a wind, they stop the tram. So something tells me that they may not be running the tram this afternoon.
3: Something tells me we shouldn't be riding on the tram today.
2: <laughs> no, come on! What better way to go? Tornado tram accident. Not that that's going to happen. I don't want to. I hope there's somebody listening to us on a radio on the tram right now. Uh, Let's get uh, hello. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson show.
18: Well, tornado tram accident would be one heck of a Wikipedia entry. Yes, it would. That's the
2: best way to go for us. What's up?
18: (laughs) Well, I'm up here in Anzaldel, and uh, I can confirm that a. Funnel cloud did touch down here approximately around 15 minutes ago at uh, I-5 and 76th Avenue.
2: Okay, so this is I-5 and 76th Avenue in Hazel Dell. Where is Hazel Dell relative to, like, midtown Vancouver?
18: Uh, It's about three or four miles north.
2: Okay. And what time was that about 15 minutes ago?
18: Yeah. And um, there's trees down, there's uh, powers out partially, and uh, several... uh, Buildings have lost uh, sighting, and uh, there's one building lost a brick wall on the side of it. It's uh mayhem, wow. and uh, everybody
2: save yourselves.
3: Uh, okay. Back. Thanks.
2: Thanks. Back. I, 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 have, I have more here. Evolved into craziness. Uh, at, Thank 12,
3: you. at 1231, uh, let's see, the tornado touched down at 78th Street and Fruit Valley Road in Vancouver, then moved northeast to I-5 and 108th Street. There are reports of power lines down in the vicinity with the tornado touched down. So,
2: uh, sir, are you still there? Yes. Uh Did you now? This is a weird question. Did you? I mean, did you hear it? I mean, did it sound like a tornado, or did you see it, or how'd you know?
18: Well, I was I was actually in kind of in midtown Vancouver and getting a, getting some coffee. I saw the clouds north of me, and I was like, "Those are really dark and black." And all of a sudden, lightning just started coming down, kind of like War of the World style, except it had thunderclaps. And um, as, as I, you know, I had to go up to his, to do a pickup. And um, as I came came closer, I saw you know cloud you know clouds being pulled down out. Um, down to the ground, and, uh, and when I got up there, there's debris everywhere. Trees are lying all over the roads, and uh, people are walking out, looking at buildings and uh, the damage to their cars and stuff. And
12: and
2: you, so can you from where damage? did you see? So you said you saw. Uh, did you? You said you saw. There's power lines, and there's. Uh, uh, did you see any other damage or anything?
18: I, I did see a couple of transformers blow on the way up. Um, I, saw, I saw them explode, but I did not. At the um, the power's out uh, in in. Uh, Areas, uh, not not everywhere.
1: Um, um, Okay.
18: As far as uh,
2: any power lines being down, I didn't see any. Okay. All right. Is the power on where you are? Uh, Partially. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay. Thank you for. Well, stay safe, my friend. Thank you for the update. No problem. All right, there you go. What causes... Here's a question. So, I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: No, what's, I just wanted to repeat in case people are just joining us, wondering what's going on. The National Weather Service in Portland has issued a tornado warning for Southern Clark County in Southwest Washington, Southwestern Skamania County in Southwest Washington, until 1 o'clock at 1231. The tornado touched down at 78th Street and Fruit Valley Road of Vancouver, then moved eastward to I-5 and 108th Street. There are reports of power lines down in that vicinity.
2: All right, uh, Richie, can you do me a huge favor and go go through these calls? And we'll take the other non-tornado calls here in a second. But can you look at lines one and four and let me know what those what those folks are calling? About? I want to get those calls first. So if you're on hold about something else right now, we we will get to you. Don't uh, you know don't freak out. We'll get to you in a second. But I, so I want the tornado to make sure that
3: has this. touched down in Vancouver and there are reports of damage at this time. What makes those transformers blow up? That's a dumb question. I don't really know what, I don't know. and
2: everybody knows that sound when a transformer, a mm-hmm. power line blows. It sounds like a gunshot. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what causes that. I don't know if it's like a, like a capacitor or something uh, where it overloads and then it blows. All right, this is. Wait, hi. You're on the Rick Emerson show. What's up? Hey Rick, it's Chuck. Hey Chuck.
8: Hey, I'm out gathering information and storm chasing.
2: Excellent. That sounds like a. That sounds wonderful. What What's up? Where are you at?
8: I'm in uh, Brush Prairie, just on 119th Street and 117th Avenue, which is the Battleground Highway. Uh Uh-huh. And from what I've been hearing, it sounds like if it's moving to the northeast, I'm trying to intercept it uh, going north.
2: Be sure to call us immediately before you're sucked up into it and destroyed.
8: I've always wanted to see a tornado, Rick. I mean, it's just one of those <laughs> those natural urges that I relatives I've say had. the
3: man was foolhardy. Well, make sure you lasso it and throw it over your shoulders. <laughs> when I was
8: in the army, we used to. I was in Oklahoma and we used to get the tornado warnings or watches, and we'd all just go out on the uh, balconies and watch for them.
2: Be sure you you hunker down and smell the dirt I, before. You I've do. got
8: a digital camera with me, also.
2: Oh, now that is pretty cool, actually. So yeah, if send you get some pictures, photos, please send us some photos of that.
8: I will. And All right. Then, like I say, this is Chuck, and I will have a, All right. a photo and maybe video blog for you. All
3: right, Chuck, get back to us on it. Thank you,
2: sir. If, if
8: I do. Thank you, my friend. All right. Go with God.
3: Right. Okay, we just received word that the tornado warning is canceled. Doppler weather indicates the thunderstorm that produced the tornado in Clark County has dissipated. Therefore, the tornado warning has been canceled.
2: So the tram rides
3: back on. Additional thunderstorms are possible this afternoon, oh. and they may have the uh, capability of producing funnel clouds, strong wind, or hail. But the tornado warning has been canceled.
2: All right. So that's uh, so there you go. So uh, well, let's get a few more of these calls, and then we'll uh, figure out what's up. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show.
19: Hey, Rick. What's going on? This what's is and how are you? Hey. Hey. So uh, a buddy of mine, we're in pharmaceutical sales for veterinarians. Mm-hmm. We're in hazel the crap hole that it is and uh he, my he's my buddy from the midwest and goes hey that's a uh, tornado coming here and sure enough the next thing we you know there's pea-sized hail hitting the car and the oh. uh, trees felt like they were going to come down so i uh, you know the swing arms on the railroad crossing yeah uh one of those was bent at about 90 degrees the wrong way across wow. the road it a billboard was down it was it was pretty much the coolest thing i've ever seen <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: did you did you actually see that the cloud
19: Yeah, it went right over us. It it was unbelievable. We watched the rotation and everything, and it was, uh, again, like pretty much the coolest thing ever. My wife is kind of freaking out. Did it it
2: look like it does in the films?
19: Um, Yes and no. Like it wasn't like touching on the ground like that ridiculous movie, Twister, but at the same time, it was really big and it was swirling, I mean, fast enough where you could actually see the rotation and the wall cloud. You could see it was getting narrower, and just all of a sudden you start looking at these trees, and these branches that, you know, were probably weighing in excess of 30 to 100 pounds, give or take, were just all over the place. This, You know, it, it was unbelievable.
6: Jesus.
2: That's yeah. uh, where, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how unnerving would you say it was?
19: Um, You know, it's like the calm before the storm. It wasn't really that unnerving until, like, we kind of got into it, and then it went from about zero to about 11 real quick.
5: Jesus.
2: All right. and it, But it does – now, did you did it move on out of your line of sight, or did it just dissipate? What happened to it?
19: Well, it kind of – well, we were you know in Hazeldale, and it was heading eastward, and uh, we got in the car and kind of kept going east because it was kind of cool.
2: Right, um,
19: right. But it, it kept going. It looked like it wasn't really slowing down for anything.
5: Wow. All
2: right. And it looks like it's sort of – Tim is, says that the weather – the conditions that created this have sort of – and for the moment, they've sort of uh, dissipated. The, the Doppler
3: uh, radar indicates the thunderstorm that produced a tornado in Clark County has dissipated. Therefore, the tornado warning has been canceled. But additional thunderstorms are possible this afternoon. They may have the capability of producing funnel clouds, strong winds, or hail. Excellent. All right. Thank you,
19: sir. We appreciate it. Hey, no worries. If you can get in a tornado, I recommend it. Excellent. Thank you for listening, my
2: friend. There you go. There's that guy. Wonderful. All uh, right. So
4: now do we get to cancel the tram? <laughs>
2: Well, I say we give it a while. Let's not be hasty, thunderstorms
3: sir. Th- thunderstorms are possible this afternoon with the capability of producing funnel clouds, strong winds, or hail. You
2: do have to admit that if you got to go, that's a good way to go. No
4: way. I'd rather go shopping.
2: Hi. You're on the, hi, you're on the Rick Everson Show. Hello. Hey, Hello? Rick. Hi.
20: Hey, I, I don't know if anybody knows this. You guys, you probably uh, you weren't living around here back in the time, but back in about 71 or 72, mm-hmm. we actually had a tornado in Vancouver. And it was a huge tornado. It wiped out a lot of stuff. I was in first grade, and I was in school when it leveled our school.
2: Oh, that was, well, that was probably bad and cool all at once.
20: <laughs> yeah, sort of. The, we were uh, looking out the window getting ready to watch a movie, and it started hailing like golf ball sized hail. And then you could see the funnel cloud actually come down over the heights.
2: Oh, that's that's got to be weird and surreal and a special kind of. Look, here's the thing. I'll tell you this. I've never been. I mean, you know, unless you count this one, I've never been in a tornado in you know my life. I've, I've never lived. They have them occasionally in Utah, but I never was ever went, was in, was in one. But that's got to be a thing. I think that is just genetically like hardwired into the human consciousness from our ancestors a billion years ago. That you are just for the same reason that you are automatically afraid of spiders, heights, fire, water, bears, whatever. When you I, – I see I'm getting the thought you – oh, know, it's giving me chills. The idea of sitting in a, a classroom with windows, and you're sitting there looking at the blackboard, and then you slowly turn and look out the window, and on the horizon, you just see that big black funnel cloud. That has got a, that you immediately know what that is. You just – even if nobody's ever told you, you know what that is somehow.
1: Yeah,
20: and we watched it just head right for our school and hit the school and destroy it.
2: Oh, damn, man. All right. Well, excellent. Well, thank you for that, sir. Thank All right, thanks. All right, there you go. Here's uh, Tim Riley.
3: Okay, so once again, the tornado warning for Southwest Comedia and Southwest Clark County is canceled. Doppler radar indicates the thunderstorm that produced the tornado in Clark County has dissipated. Therefore, the tornado warning is canceled. But additional thunderstorms are possible this afternoon. That may have the uh, capability to produce funnel clouds, strong winds, or hail. Uh, the tornado uh, touched down near Hazeldale around 1220. That's near uh, Vancouver downtown, moving easterly at 30 miles an hour.
2: Uh, let's see We we'll a couple more of these hi you're on the rick emerson show here on kcmd portland what's up
21: hey rick this is john i uh i, you know, I sent you kind of a smart I-like, uh fake uh, high wind warning uh email early, earlier today
0: uh-huh i just want to really apologize <laughs> from the bottom of
21: my heart I, you
2: made this happen I, sir
21: i'm I so sorry i i didn't i didn't mean for it to really happen
2: yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah. You created this. Clearly, you angered the weather gods.
21: I, I will never. I'm I'm going to church now. All
2: right, thank you, my friend. Yeah. All right. Uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson show. Hello.
21: Hey, all this talk reminds
6: me of living in Newton, Iowa, with all those tornadoes there.
2: Hey, well, that's. I mean, it, you know, for, to, in whatever, and this is obviously can't com- compare, but in some tiny, minuscule way. Right now we get like a little glimpse into what it must be like to live in Alabama, uh, where you just, I mean, everybody knows that. So I would, I, in towns, in places like that, here's a dumb question. In places like that, do they use an air raid siren, like the, you know, the wrong siren? Or what, what, do they have, have a tornado, tornado alarm? Do. You,
6: you know, in New Iowa, they did have a siren. They did have a oh. uh, tornado watch siren. Wow.
2: You know, and that's another noise that is so wired into us as a culture. Uh, uh, in that movie, The Mist... You know, where they're all in the first moments, where they're all inside the store, and then you hear that air raid siren start. And that air raid siren, I've never heard an air raid siren. Does
4: Portland have an air raid siren?
2: That's a good question, Do, do all
4: places have one? Do we I know? don't
2: think so. Let's get I'll, one, though.
6: I'll tell you, they're unnerving. They're unnerving hearing the air raid siren. You don't know what to do.
2: The only time I have ever heard an air raid siren, uh, in my hometown of Kennewick, they have one. And they would they would set it off at noon every day as yep. just a signal to let you know, like, it's 12 noon. And they would signal that, this is creepy, with an air raid siren because there's a nuclear plant there and they had one. Um, but that air raid siren, even if you have never heard one used for its intended purpose, and I don't think I have, it still is so terrifying. An air raid siren is a singularly unnerving noise. Is that what they use or do they have a special tornado siren?
6: They have, well, it's it's the same thing. They just use the air raid siren for a tornado. Ugh. It's it's yeah pee your pants scary
5: yeah
2: creepy it really
6: is
5: all right thank well,
2: you sir hey, hey yeah yes. the, re-
6: the reason I called is yes, because sir. earlier I heard you talk about the uh, Mormon temple recommend yes uh, there's no picture on it
3: I thought they had a photo ID
6: no you know there's no picture but they did change it um, a month or two ago and now they have barcodes on them really. Yeah, I have one in my wallet. I'm looking at it. It's Weird. They, they have barcodes on them.
2: I because my wife and I uh my wife was LDS but never got her recommend. Um, and, in a, you know, and I'm not LDS, but uh, when we were in uh, Provo a couple of weeks ago, uh, we went, you know, just it went out. And, the, you know, I was, I'm fascinated by Mormon culture. So we went to, um, it wasn't a Deseret book, but it was, uh, I forget what it was called. But it was some Mormon store. And, you know, you can buy CTR rings and, you know, and pictures yeah. of the prophet and whatever. And there's this whole section of the store that you can't go into unless you have a temple recommend because that's where they sell the temple garments. And I was oh, figured, okay. I figured that they have your photo ID on your temple recommend so that. Like, non-Mormons, you know, so that Gentiles couldn't, like, grab it and just as a goof go to the temple.
6: Oh, no. I mean, if I gave you my recommend, you could use it and get in. Fantastic. There's no picture whatsoever.
2: All right. Well, that'll be our next listener party, sir. (laughs) All right. It'll be a celestial party.
6: Hey, sounds like a good time.
2: Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye. All right. There you go. Uh, Oh, by the way, okay, uh, let me get a couple more of these calls. And then we'll. I do I have something, Sarah. You'll be happy. There's something you'll be happy about.
3: Okay, we yeah. do have reports of um, a resident Hazel Dell reporting roofs off of homes near 72nd Street and Sluman Road. Damn, man! What? Clark Public Utilities said winds knocked out power to more than 1,200 homes and businesses. That's
2: why you want renters insurance, by the way, Sarah. Yeah. Tornado comes and destroys everything you own. You will not get any of that back. Um, so, uh – so there are quite a few people without power. So this was like not a, not just a looking at it tornado. This is a real actual tornado that did mess mm-hmm. some things up.
3: But the tornado warning has been canceled once again. The Doppler radar indicated the thunderstorm mm-hmm. that produced a tornado in Clark County has dissipated. Therefore, the tornado warning has been canceled. Moves
2: off of houses. Mm-hmm.
3: Jesus. Uh
2: hi, you're on the Rick Emerson show. Hello.
7: Hi Rick. Hey. hey you know. I just thought you guys mentioned about the power flickering at yeah. your place. Yeah, uh huh. I'm out. I'm out in Beaverton, and I thought I was listening, and I thought, well, that's kind of odd. It just flickered here too, and I thought, how could that happen? But if you think about it, that I think is about the time when the tornado touched down.
2: Well, that must be not because of the tornado as such, but maybe because of the th- the thunderstorm that produced it. Tim, do you think? Yes,
7: that's what I'm thinking. Hitting too. a
2: power station, something, yeah. something somewhere. So when you think about it, here's the thing that'll freak you out. When you think about it. Think about how amazing it is that our power does stay on at all. Think about, didn't we have an earthquake yesterday?
3: Mm-hmm. There's also a report that another home has been damaged by a downed tree. There are also reports of two smaller funnel clouds being sighted near Brush Prairie. Ugh. It touched down what? originally at 1220. Uh, in addition to the damaged home, there are reports of numerous downed trees and power lines. There are reports of injuries.
2: All right. Uh, so the lights flickered, <laughs> where, and you were out where, in Beaverton?
7: I beaverton in the west hills right so and i was also going to mention you know i lived um for like seven years of my life outside of chicago and right. we had the same thing the air raids um i guess at seven i didn't think of it as an air raid siren it was to me it was the tornado siren uh, that went uh, off do you, when, if you if
2: you hear that in a movie now or something does it freak you out
7: no because you know i they never showed up. You know, they, right. we'd get the warnings, and we'd have to, if it was in the middle of the night, we'd have to go down to the basement. And, um, you know, I can just remember sitting between the washer and the dryer and waiting for the siren to stop. Wow. And that was it, you that, know. That's, and
2: That's so weird.
7: Yeah, yeah. And it's... It was really weird to move out here because no one had basements.
2: <laughs> uh, well, and not to get all like, uh, you know, not to get all you know, whatever about it, but I mean, that is, that's so when people talk about the environment and saving the earth and whatever, it's things like tornadoes that really underscore my belief that the earth does not need saving. It, it no. really is humans who need saving from the earth. Because the earth, <laughs> at all times, is ready to kill you.
7: Yes. <laughs> but yeah. we're all safe.
2: Yeah. So. All right. Thank you.
7: Okay, All take
2: right. care. Bye now. Hi, ah, you're on the Rick Emerson show. Hello. Hey Rick,
22: how you doing? What's up? I grew up in Denver where uh there are quite a few tornadoes as you may know. And uh their are area's, at least the ones where I grew up, actually talked to you. There was a blast of sound, and then there would come a voice that would say, uh, there is a tornado warning.
2: Oh, you know, is that more or less creepy? I don't know. Hello?
19: Are you there? I mean, yeah, it's and probably so creepy if you don't know and what's so,
2: going on. Uh, yeah, I mean, is it is it more or less creepy that the thing would actually talk to you?
22: Well, at least it let you know why the siren was going off, and I you sp- didn't have to run off and find a television or. I suppose that so you
2: know that it's not like three fingered aliens or something.
22: Right, and it would say you know the warning is on from here to here, and and it was not just tornadoes; it was you know a, a blizzard warning or whatever, but. And the, the speaker would rotate, so it would actually cover 360 degrees as it spoke.
2: Weird. Uh, really weird. That's weird and great and creepy and cool. And right. then
22: one afternoon in Denver, I actually sat outside of a little guard shack, being a security guard at the time, and watched five tornadoes in Denver come up, bounce off the grounds.
2: You know, here's the question is, I mean... People look – it's like a rainbow where you look at and you don't really know where a rainbow is at. I right. guess when you look at – when you see a tornado, when you actually look out your window or whatever and you see it, is there any way to judge – like, do you have any idea of how far away it is? Is there any yeah. way to tell?
22: Uh, yeah, because you can – I mean, if you're familiar with the landscape, you can. And, and the very next day, I had to go work in one of the buildings that got hit.
2: But, I mean, when you look out and you see, yeah. like, there's a funnel cloud, yeah. because I guess they're all of different sizes – um, can you? I mean, is it possible to learn? Like, well, that one's about ten miles away, or whatever.
22: Um. Well, if you're looking across a flat plane, you can, yeah, um, because right. because it's it's sort of a size, you know, and and there those five that I watched anyway were all about the same size, so it was easier to tell. Well, this one's closer by, you know, this one's by Powell, and that one the way over there is over by. Uh, Vancouver, and the one further out is Mountain Brush Prairie or whatever.
3: So. All right,
2: thank you, sir. Pretty freaky though. Have a good day. Thank you.
3: Now we've uh, just received an update. We now have a severe thunderstorm warning for East Central Clark County in Southwest Washington, southwestern Coma- Skamania County in Southwest Washington, until uh, 1:30 this afternoon. As of 1252, the National Weather Service Doppler radar indicates a severe thunderstorm capable of producing hail. This storm is located near Larch Mountain, or about 13 miles north of Worshugel, and moving easterly at 35 miles per hour. The severe thunderstorm will be near Stabler, around 120. Doppler radar has indicated some weak rotation within this storm. A tornado may still develop, they say now. If a tornado is spotted, act quickly and move to a place of safety. So, once again, that has changed. National Weather Service in Portland has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for east-central Clark County in southwest Washington and southwestern Skamania County of southwest Washington. Let's take a vote on the tram ride. (laughs) Tim? Was there some fun activity in Vancouver that we could be a part of?
2: (laughs) No. Even when there's no tornadoes, there's no fun activities in Vancouver, Tim. The fun to vac- the fun activity about Coomer is leaving. It's when you get back on the highway. So
4: should we reschedule for another day?
2: I don't know. Let's see what uh hold on a second. Let's, uh, yeah, some other day. I'm let's sorry. Let's
4: go, go ahead and do that.
2: Hold on, let me uh just a second here. Right, seem to some bright
3: sunshiny day. Oh, the it's called sex panther. Oh the cheese. By Odia.
2: Hi, Richie Bristol. Hello. Hey, how much trouble did it uh, did you have to go through to set up this tram ride? I, I
6: signed a contract. Break I, it. Break it. I had to sign waivers and stuff. Honey, uh, really? Really? Did did for you?
4: this specific day, can we just change the date?
9: No. Uh, yes, we can.
4: I'm sure that he doesn't want us to be riding on, our experience on the tram to be during a huge thunderstorm and tornado. I we
9: could flip a coin. I would
2: be curious to know if they're still running the tram today. Oh, that's a good question. You should. Too. Can we get him on the phone? Is that
6: possible? Yeah, I think
2: so. Why don't you see if we can get him? I just, you know, I'd be curious to see. I think we probably will reschedule uh, if for no other reason than I think uh, we may be sticking around and doing some news updates in the afternoon, depending on how this happens or, you know, whatever. But um, I'd be curious to get him on the phone and see how they're responding to this. So, and then we'll ask him, and, you know, I think we may end up moving into a different day. So, uh, okay. oh, yeah. can you do, that? Uh, do we want to share a little bit of uh, news? We won't be able to talk about why this is so exciting for just a second, because we're busy talking about the tornado and how freaky is that. Uh, we do have, um, uh, hold on, Dorothy Karskis-Kerry? How do you pronounce this? I'm the last person. It'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> can you please figure out how to pronounce her name before we get her on? From the National Enquirer at oh. 140, Sarah. Oh, really? I don't know why yet, because here's the thing.
4: Well, you've got to know why. You can't just go in and blind. Oh,
2: I know. I'm just saying, here's why I don't know at this moment. Because we, at 1230, we went into the break, and certain people were like, when we come back, Rick, we'll tell you the greatest thing ever that's in the Inquirer. And the, it was so great that, sight unseen, we booked Dorothy Karskacheri, or whatever her Sarah, name is. Sarah, sir. Sarah. Karskacheri? Curses You'll carry. need to figure it out and write it oh. phonetically for me because I don't want to have to ask her. Anyway, it was uh, that sight unseen. We booked her for one forty today. I don't even know why yet. Um, so and let me. Can we tell you now? Let me do these calls and then you can tell me why okay. we're talking to somebody from the Inquirer. So uh, and then can you see if the tram guy? Can come on and give us the uh, lowdown today. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I sounds all disappointed. I still do it, but I, I under no under by no means today would I force everybody else to do it. Uh, Thank you. I mean, I would do it, but I understand everybody's on the same page. Yeah, I do understand that. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello.
12: Rick. Hey. How's it going? What's up? Okay,
23: you asked a question about how come transformers blow up. Yeah. Okay, and they make a big explosion. Trans- that happen? Two things. Transformers are filled with oil to keep them cool. Uh-huh. So when the lines touch together, when the tornado hits the lines, it immediate- and puts the lines together, it causes an arc explosion back to... The transformer, because it superheats the oil and explodes.
2: Wow. That's kind of, okay, that's cool. I didn't know that.
23: And that's where you get the lightning flashes when the wires when the wires touch each other. Right, right. It's the same thing.
2: Okay. Interesting. Okay, fantastic. I didn't know that. Now I'm a little bit smarter than I was. There you go. Thank you, sir. Best show ever, brother. Thank you, my friend. Uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello. Hello. What's up? Hey, um...
20: I was watching the other night, I was watching uh, Tim Riley's uh, preparedness videos from the 40s yes. from uh, Portland.
5: Yes.
2: I was,
20: and they showed an air raid siren on there. So yeah. I was wondering yeah. if he had any more information was about Was it an air that. raid
2: siren here in Portland?
20: Well, you know, it was just a picture, and it didn't have any uh, anything in the background, so I don't know for sure. But uh, I was wondering if Portland still had some kind of preparedness uh plan going on or not
2: that's a good question i don't know i does portland have do you suppose an extant system for for tornado alerts or whatever tim i Um, guess not i (laughs) (laughs) i believe that would i believe that would be us yeah hello we're here to save you Uh, we are your last line of defense sir yeah how funny that we were just talking about a place to seek refuge when the apocalypse comes let's all go to costco and do the rest of the show from there that would be fun Mm -hmm. thank you sir uh hi you're on the rick emerson show
8: hey
10: rick how's it going what's up Hey, I live just a few blocks on Hazel Dell Avenue from where uh, that tornado came through. Uh-huh. And I just drove down the end of the street and there's a two-story building down there and it peeled the brick off the side of the entire building. See,
2: I don't care who you are or how tough you want to pretend to be.
7: Nature's scary.
2: Something that can tear the bricks off a house is terrifying.
10: Yeah, just a pile of brick laying at the side of the building and stop signs that are adjacent to it. The stop planes are pushed all the way over the ground. It ripped the, peel the concrete and stuff right out of the ground, and stop planes just laying, and fences are laying down. I mean,
9: this is
3: at Hazeldale and what?
10: Hazeldale and 78. There's a new complex right there where there's new L.A. Fitness and Hollywood video on things.
2: Mm.
10: And right behind there is where it came through.
2: I mean, the idea of wind that can peel concrete. Yeah. I mean, that is flat-out freakish is what that is. Jesus. All right, so that's at 78 in Hazeldale?
10: 78th and hands up. Uh, and for anybody out driving in Vancouver, 78th uh, and in the intersection where the I 5 is and Highway 99, the traffic lights are out and the traffic's the whole mess right there. All
3: right. Thank you, sir. Well, I would imagine right, quite, later. Uh, quite a all bit right, of power. Uh, let's see. Uh, approximately, the power is out to 1,251 customers in Clark County. Uh, emergency personnel are reporting down power lines and trees. And right. let's see here. Uh, Apparently, uh, at Columbia River High School, the students and faculty witnessed a huge hailstorm. Then there was thunder, and then uh, things got bad. Everything was uh, iced over. A homeowner in East Hazeldale reports his street was flooded by hail. No damage to any Vancouver schools is reported. School officials were just told to keep children indoors for afternoon recess. A witness said part of the roof at Allen Webb Mazda Dodge has been blown off. That dealership is at 78th. Street and Highway 99. The tornado dropped a large tree across 78th Street near uh, Grover's Electric. So that's uh,
2: that's the information I'm getting from the columbian right now. Hey, just as a bit of s- a side note here, weren't we supposed to talk to Rachel about ten minutes ago? we were supposed to do the Britney that no, now? Back from the break. Um, uh, we should probably, uh I uh, should, we probably cancel Rachel. I hate to say that. Um
3: some other time.
2: Well, because we got the National Enquirer woman coming up who I think we probably will still talk to in half an hour. Hey, Richie, uh I would you when Rachel McGrath calls up, uh, tell her that I I love her deeply and truly and that I think she and I have a special connection and that someday she'll realize her love for me. Uh, today is that, not a day for love. But that today we have a tornado. Uh would you uh would you take care of, would you let let her know that please? I say, looking at the screen for confirmation. Okay, thank you. All right, there you go. Uh, let's see, uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show, what's up? Hey Rick, how's it going? Hey, what do you got?
18: Uh, I'm, I've called you a couple times before, I'm from Arkansas, I was just going to tell you about tornadoes and, uh, exactly how they go. Okay. Uh, the, the air raid sirens, they're, they're all over the place in the South. Uh, they, I remember in my town, they tested them every single Wednesday at about one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it's went over the whole entire town. I've lived through, I think, about three tornadoes, and they just they destroy they destroy everything
2: they yeah i mean the whole thing of just did they, that they, they, again it's just like when nature sort of just goes crazy every now and again i mean that's clearly what it is you know it's, oh, it's
18: just it's crazy it sounds like the one that happened up in uh... vancouver i we were listening here at the shop that i work at and i heard it come through and the most guys are from the northwest up here they said oh we don't have tornadoes up here didn't even sound like it was a very big one like even the small ones can come through and just completely demolish a whole entire city. I mean, there's just, there's, I think I do believe that they are the most destructive natural disaster that can possibly happen,
5: like uh,
6: to their size. I think it would have
2: to be because I mean, even a small one, it's it's the, uh, it's the bottom of it, right? The the pinpoint, at the, because that's where the wind is the strongest, and if that touches something, it just peels it all back.
18: Oh, it just—it's worse than even peeling it all back. I mean, and it's not even that. Like that'll suck everything up into it, but then it pulls it up into the middle of the the tunnel, and it shoots it—it shoots the debris off everywhere, and just—I mean, limbs through houses, cars overturned, all kinds of just. You'll see a whole entire
2: block of businesses, and it'll just be laid down to rubble. I hadn't thought about that—that it pulls everything up into the tornado, and then it scatters it.
3: From Brecht Prairie High School, we have reports of multiple students claiming to have seen sparks fly from computers during the first strike. Really? Yeah, I've, yeah,
2: I've
18: actually uh, heard about telephones that get, uh, during tornadoes, that cordless telephones like that, where the electricity from the tornado will actually shock the phones up into the
1: air and or melt the receivers. I'm glad we all air. have
2: headphones on in here and in front of microphones.
1: <laughs> all right. All right well, thank you, my sure friend. Just,
2: Th- thank you, sir. You call us anytime. time. There you go. Aaron right. sent
4: me something really unnerving.
10: No,
3: don't, no, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. no. Is too soon. This the best
3: time to do that. Too soon.
2: That's
4: okay. You I... send me a bunch of them and they're scary. Stop it. Yeah, we. <laughs> this probably
3: the best time. To
2: be. That's why I'm introducing I... those. Times. That's like about an hour ago. I would queued up a tornado song, with the drive-by truckers, and then I decided I'll put that away for a while. Yeah. It's too soon. <laughs> That's freaky. But do you see what I mean about that sound triggers well, something?
4: Sounded... No, it sound triggers something primal yeah, in everyone. It, I it think. really
3: is. All right. So, once again, we want to remind everyone that there is a severe thunderstorm warning in effect for east-central Clark County in southwest Washington, southwestern Scamadian County in southwest Washington. The National Weather Service Doppler radar indicates a severe thunderstorm capable of producing hail. And uh, let's see. The Doppler radar indicates some weak rotation within this storm. A tornado may still develop. So if it is spotted, I quickly move to a place of safety. So this yes. is for east-central Clark County in southwest Washington and southwestern Skamadia County in southwest Washington. Once again, the tornado touched down during the noontime hour. There are reports of 1,200 homes and businesses without power in Clark County right now. Lots of streetlights out, of course. And uh, we had the report of uh, the brick being peeled up, at two-story building at Hazelville and 78, some trees down, and uh, roofs blown off buildings. And more trees down.
2: The weird, what is it about the sparks coming out of the computer, though? I don't even understand how that would yeah. happen.
3: So we also have that reported of part of the roof of Alan Webb Mazda Dodge blown off the dealership is at 78th Street and Highway 99. A tornado Jesus. dropped a large tree across 78th Street near Grover's Electric. Ugh.
2: Uh, all right, let's see here. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello, Rick. Hello, hi. This is Carol. Hello, Remember Carol? me from
12: way back when? Carol,
2: long time no hear. What's up? Are you are you are you in the, are you in the tornado?
12: Uh, no, sir. But I am from Iowa, and I do have a daughter in Alabama. Does that count? Yeah,
2: I, so it does. So this is uh, so uh, where where are you at now?
12: Right now, I'm in northeast Portland.
2: Okay, so you were uh, so what is the uh, from what you've heard? How does this compare?
12: Um, not at all, not at all. I've been through five myself in growing up in Iowa. Uh huh. Um, this just sounds like a Basically a windstorm.
2: Yeah, except for the peeling of the concrete off the ground. Well. And for the, and the roof being gone Of that place. The peeling
12: of concrete? I mean, come on, that's got to be like, what, an F5 to peel concrete? I don't know. That guy was calling us
2: from well, the street corner. He said he looked and the entire side of the building was gone.
12: Yeah, That, well, that would,
2: doesn't sound like a mild windstorm. I, I would
12: consider the source before you get somebody actually saying that concrete is being peeled and then they and then they cut it off right away of, okay, it's over. Maybe. Yeah, We'll, we'll try
2: to figure it out. Alright, there you go. That's Carol. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. What's up? Hey, what's going on, Rick? Hey. How you doing, man? Hey, the tram is still running, by the way. Just in case anybody wants to know. Yes, what's up? Excellent.
22: Hey, I, I wanted to try Mineral fast. Uh, something interesting actually about tornadoes and how they do their destruction. Uh-huh. I'm from the Midwest and I uh, with there are quite a few of them, but I, like they always tell you to open your your windows, and the reason why is because like the, the the air pressure from inside the building is you know it's like a lot lower or a lot higher inside than it is on the outside. Right. If the air pressure drop and it will actually cause your, your your house to explode.
2: Wow, um, yeah, that's unnerving. That's like how you got to uh, that's like you, you got to open the uh, open the window in your car when you plunge off a bridge.
22: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. So they always say. Open your windows and run to a bathroom, and yeah. for probably for two reasons. All
2: right, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right, you know what a day for my email not to be working. Um, my email, the, my Yahoo mail, is just, which is where I filter everything through, is just not working at all. Um, you should do Gmail.
17: <sighs> yeah, well, you know
2: that time I can't now because I've got I've been giving an address to everybody for like a hundred years, so I can't. It's just no point. I have a Gmail address. Uh, because I need it for other stuff. I just don't ever really use it. Anyway, so I got this. Uh, this guy says, I wish I could look at this. Uh, it says, um, he says, look at the traffic map, except that I don't can't. And he says, click on the camera at I 5 and 78. All right. But I wish I could. Why can't I, you do that? Because. Because he's sending me the link and I can't. Oh, well, I can
3: go to the other traffic cameras.
2: Here. That's the subject line of the email. The subject yeah. line of the email is: Look at this traffic map and go to go to I five and 78. But the problem is I can't open the email okay. to actually get the link.
3: I five and Northwest. I have five so, Columbia.
2: So if anybody is sending you guys uh, emails like that, you may want to, you you will probably have to do it. I can't. Uh, my email is completely non functional today for some some weird reason. So um, let's see here. So Portland. We're doing this all live here. Let's see. Portland traffic cam. I'm looking here. And this is, let's see. Um, Oregon live traffic cam. Okay. Uh, and this guy said what? 70, what did I say? 78th and 205. Is that mm. what I said? All I-5 right. and something. Like I-5 and 78th, I think. Um, which is about where that guy said he was calling from. Uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello.
20: Hey, actually Rick, I'm at High Five and 78 right now. Okay,
2: so what is the deal? What does it look uh, like?
20: it's just, uh, um no lights are, there's no lights and, uh, traffic's a mess. I'm actually gonna turn on to 78 to go by Grover's where the tree is down. There's, it's pretty nasty. There's some, there's some cars strewn, uh, around here and there. And, um, you know, it came over the top of us when we were at our shop. We're a little bit, uh, uh, north, uh, northeast of where Hazeldell is and uh the guy that um, I was working with in a in our shop he, he kinda noticed it all before it started. And he said, "Well, wow, this looks like a thunderstorm." And then, um, and then he actually predicted. That he goes, "Well, the sun will come out afterwards." And sure enough, the sun's out now. But it looks really, really nasty. Like we could get another one rolling well, yeah, through again. Apparently,
2: the yeah, the thunder, the warning has passed, but they're claiming that the conditions that created it uh are are, are in existence again.
3: The severe well, thunderstorm warning is in effect for East Central Clark County in South uh, West Washington, southwestern Skamania County in Southwest. Now. Uh, the Doppler radar has indicated some weak rotation within this storm. While not immediately likely, a tornado may still develop in those areas.
20: This makes me uh, this makes me think back to uh, when when we were coming from Ohio to here, we outran four tornadoes, and my uh, my I remember my dad saying, "Well, we're never going to have to deal with this again." Uh, and here we are dealing with it again. All right, so. thank
2: you, sir. All right, thank you very much. Uh, let's now take do this. Uh, let's welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show from K two. Our good friend Carl Click joining us now on the Rick Emerson Show, Carl.
18: Uh, no, this is Nick.
24: This is a special weather statement issued at twelve fifty eight PM. The National Weather. Southwestern Scamania County in southwest. Washington until 1:30 p.m. At 12:52 p.m., National Weather Service Doppler radar indicated a severe thunderstorm capable of producing penny size hail. This storm was located near Launch Mountain, or about 13 miles north of Washaugal and moving east at 35 miles per hour. The severe thunderstorm will be near. Stable at around 1:20 p.m. Doppler radar has indicated some weak rotation within the storm. While not immediately likely, a tornado may still develop. If a tornado is spotted, act quickly and move to a place of safety in a sturdy structure,
3: such as a basement or a small interior room. If spotted, please act quickly and move to a place of safety in a sturdy structure. Okay,
2: so I think we are back on as of now. I mean, not not, yeah, I mean, not, not, not on the, on the air, air, but I mean, yeah. but okay, so we are back now. Richie, is it line one or line two? They both say Carl. I'm just I'm looking at the uh looking at the phone here. Line one? Well, let's find out, shall we? Uh hi, Rick Emerson show. Who's this? It's Carl. Hi, Rick. Carl Click from K two. Hello, sir. Hey,
23: I just got off the air and drove right into the uh into the I- store. Actually I couldn't get here fast enough, but I'm looking at all the damage in Hazeldale. Okay. There's a huge billboard down at seventy eighth and St. John's. And I think some of your callers have talked about a tree on 78th yeah. and Rovers. It's really just a big branch.
2: Uh, so, what, so what what intersection? Like where whereabouts you are are you right now?
23: I just drove through that big traffic jam on 78th and Highway 99. It's right after you get the freeway. The power's right. out, and you got people coming off the freeway, and it's just a, it is a really bad place to be right now, just because of traffic. But that's because of the power after that storm went through. Uh, is
2: there? Are you seeing a lot of hail? We're getting people saying that there's like three inches of hail on the ground in some places. Not anymore. Okay. It, it,
23: you, you can tell that a good storm went through here, and uh, lots of branches on the ground, uh, kind of like, you know, you wake up the, night, the morning after a windstorm, you right. walk out, a lot of fir trees and things like that. Also, uh, a lot of flashing lights. you got fire folks around and power crews already out trying to fix some stuff. Uh,
2: and are you seeing any of the evidence of what one of these one of these guys was saying? He saw a building where it looked like the side. It had taken some of the bricks off. Have you seen anything, any incidental damage to buildings like that?
23: Uh, No, best I've seen is the big billboard.
2: All right. Okay. Uh, Well, thank you so much for getting a hold of us, my friend. I will let you get back to your news-gathering expertise, sir.
23: Yeah, and, and the interesting part about this, I think he had the caller call in about the tornado in 1972. Yeah. I, I was here then at a different school, but uh this is only, I would say, three, four, at the most, five miles away from where that other tornado hit back there in 72 and hit the school, the bowling alley, and the grocery store, and it uh killed six people.
2: Uh, to, to the best of your knowledge, I mean, I don't know to what extent anybody knows this, but is that uh just a coincidence, or is that some sort of geographic statistical likelihood with the, the way, is that some confluence of the, of the surroundings?
23: Now it's pretty normal uh uh layout of the land here I, I would have to say it's only coincidence uh, I did right dry- I did drive by a trailer park and nodded. One of those trailers was hit. So that was lucky, huh?
3: Well,
2: that's uh, maybe maybe God feels he's becoming a little too predictable at this point. Uh, we have multiple Tim. Where was that school where they had reports of sparks shooting out of the computers?
3: Yeah, I had that. That was uh, Brush Prairie High School. Brush Prairie High School. Multiple reports uh, pra- pra- from that school. Prairie High School. Prairie High School in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, prairie
23: High School is almost immediately east, about three or four miles from this uh, 78th or so. A little bit northeast. Um, yeah, that's right on uh, Highway 503 out there.
2: All right, excellent. Thank you so much for weighing in, my friend.
23: Hey, and uh, we'll have all the pictures on K2 tonight.
2: Absolutely. All right, Carl Click from KETU. Thank you, sir. You bet. All right, stay safe, my friend. There you go. All right, that's uh, our good friend Carl Click. Excellent.
3: And now we have uh, someone here from the uh, weather service. Let's see
5: what he
19: has. And at this point, uh, we have reports of some power lines down, and um, and we're still trying to gather information about it.
3: Well, we have more than he does. So a severe thunderstorm warning remains in effect till 1:30 for southwestern Scamadia and east central Clark counties. The uh, tornado touched down shortly after noon time in Vancouver. We have uh, several reports here. We have, uh, let's see, power out to more than 1,200 homes and businesses, and uh, once again in Hazeldale and 78 we have the bricks peeled off a two-story building as Carl Klick just told you a billboard has been knocked down at 78 and St. John's and this was about 5 miles from uh, where the 1972 tornado hit where six people were killed uh let's see residents are reporting other uh, wind related damage including roofs blowed off buildings and trees down uh, hold on just a second hey sarah did, do you do you agree with my assessment on that
4: no yeah I mean, yeah. I mean, it sucks, but... I,
2: unfortunately, I think we're going to have to cancel our, our Inquirer woman uh, right now, because that was supposed to be in about nine minutes, and it's just not going to be... Uh, it would be a, an, an awkward shifting of gears. So, uh, regrettably, uh, we're going to have... Um, uh, let's see, what is her name? Her name is... Um, I don't know... Uh, z- blah, 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 from the National Inquirer. Uh, she'll probably be with us tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, everybody will just have to live with that disappointment. All right, uh Tim?
3: So let's see here. A witness said part of the roof of Allen Webb Mazda Dodge has been blown up. The dealership is at 78th Street and Highway 99. Uh, school officials were told to keep children indoors for afternoon recess, but the uh, the Doppler shows that that is uh, that whole storm system is uh, moving
2: east too late. So frustrating. I can see. My the email, but I can't open them and it's like here's some pictures of the tornado damage right by my house, and i can't I can't open any of this, and I don't think this is related to the tornado. It's just a terrible coincidence. I can't actually open any of my emails right now. uh Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson show. Hey Rick, this is Hans, the tram guy. Hello, hey, is the tram still running?
25: Yes, the tram is running <laughs> on normal schedules, and now let me let me let Wonderful. me explain something about the way the tram works uh-huh uh, if the tram starts seeing higher winds, yes. they go into what they call high winds mode. Which basically means that they run a slower schedule so that more people are on each uh, each load and the tram moves a little slower. So just to maximize
2: decking. the depth, should one of them fall?
25: Well, just to just to keep the tram more stable. But and then of course if there's uh, if the winds are starting to pitch the tram more than five degrees laterally, uh-huh. they shut it down altogether. But the tram is running completely normally uh, with with no interruptions. I'm looking right outside right now, like the trees aren't even moving. There's no wind.
2: <laughs> well, the wind. I think Vancouver's using all the wind right now.
25: I think that the quota may have already been met a little bit
2: north of us. Yes. Um, I hope you won't take this personally if I say that we're probably going to reschedule today's schedule tram ride. Hmm. <laughs> Listen yes. to that. He thinks we're pussies. Um,
25: <laughs> well, hey, all, I, all I'm saying is that were you to meet your destiny uh, uh, today on the tram, we'd be right there with you.
2: I know. Now, look, don't looking. I'm not trying to throw people under the bus. Don't get me wrong. Or under the tram. Or. Or hmm. into, up into the tornado. Um, I Rick Emerson would probably do it, but I I do understand the reluctance of others to ride a tram on a day when there was a tornado stripping the uh, stripping the bricks off of buildings not too far from here. So
25: perhaps perhaps you should come and then just send Richie for a test ride first.
2: Hey, that's a good idea. We'll just make Richie Richie is the the life serial Mikey guy. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, I do appreciate all the work you've done scheduling this tram ride, uh, tram ride with this brother, but uh, we we will probably do that. Uh, I would guess at this point maybe next week sometime. So I'm, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. Blame Got.
25: we'll okay, pass me over to Richie and we'll get a reskill. All right, thank you. I'm going to put you back
2: on hold. Thank you, Hans. Tram right.
3: riding is one of the safest forms of transportation.
25: Uh huh. Hans?
2: Uh, Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hey.
11: Hey, Rick. This is Steve. Hello, Steve. Hey, Um, I've always had a lifelong uh, fascination with tornadoes. I was born in the middle of a tornado, basically.
2: Really? Does that mean uh, that you have to die in the middle of a tornado, too?
11: Uh, I hope so. That would be a good way to go. And okay. what are the odds of it happening at any given moment?
2: Well, depending if you drive northbound right now. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could increase those if you get in your car right now.
11: Yep. Well, I used to do that when I was a teenager uh, when I would hear the multiple sirens going off, which were terrifying. I would go out and try to chase the storms, um, except one year uh, there was one in Plain uh, Plainfield, Illinois,
5: mm-hmm. where
11: I used to live. And I thought I'd go out and chase that until I saw that uh, it was a, a wall of blackness. And I don't mean dark brown clouds. I mean, right. pitch black. And it was one of the worst tornadoes in the country, and the, the, the funnel cloud was actually a mile wide.
2: Oh, see, I can't even fathom that. I mean, I know it's real, but I can't conjure. It's like when somebody talks about a billion dollars, and you can't fathom. Right. Because the thing about a mile wide tornado, correct me if I'm wrong, is there's, there's no way to get out of there. I mean, that's, no. you can't outrun something that's a mile wide. How fast do they move?
22: Well, this
11: one moved actually very slowly, which is bad because then it can cut a swath of damage.
2: Well, then it, it spends is, a lot of time destroying everything right. before it moves on.
11: But, um, yeah, and it, it was terrifying, and I just thought, I'm getting the hell out of here. Wow. And uh, But there was a video store I used to go to in Plainfield, and the the building was more or less picked up and moved about two miles away. <laughs> And
2: then
9: crushed, and then crushed, of course, when it landed. Of
2: course. Well, that's the thing. I mean, not to be flip about this, but it's like the Wizard of Oz thing, where it picks up the house into the tornado, and then the house is set down somewhere else, except it's not set down. It is sucked up into it and then blended and then scattered, right? Right. Yeah. That's terrifying.
11: It's pretty much like a citywide smoothie at that point. Wow.
2: All right. Thank you.
11: Yeah, You're welcome. You're all
1: right. Be safe, sir. Thank you.
3: So are reports of a small funnel cloud on the street for about 30 seconds around 1229 in the Cove. These people were at uh, Izzy's, and they say a building east of Izzy's had one half of its metal roof rolled up and torn off. Many uh, trees are down, just one missing a trailer, lots of power out in the 78th Street area. Uh, uh,
4: you know what I did while you guys were all doing that? Yes. I just bought renter's insurance.
3: Really? Uh-huh. You should have it. You should have had
2: it all along.
4: $15 a month for $100,000 worth you. of coverage. Oh, yeah.
2: It's money well spent. Oh, no, seriously. If something destroys everything in your home, you'll you'll be glad you have it.
4: Going through all my stuff and, like, naming your possessions, I'm like, okay, how many dollars of clothes do I have? How much shoes? is my dog worth? Seriously, I'm, I'm like, I have $30,000 worth of stuff. I'm like, what do I do with my money? Yep. There it is. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello.
11: Yeah, hey, Rick Emerson Show. What's up? Uh just wanted to let you know that I've scanned through the dials on uh through the dial on the AM band uh-huh. and uh KCMD Portland seems to be the only station broadcasting any news about the tornado right
3: That's now. Well because you have live human beings working, you're concerned about the community in which they reside. Exactly,
2: yeah, not to be all about the glory of us. Uh, but that it's amazing what happens when you actually have live local radio programs on the air.
10: So you're suggesting that robots really don't give a rat's ass about
2: you? I am suggesting that robots and Ed Schultz don't give a rat's ass about you, yes.
9: Well, Ed Schultz doesn't give a rat's ass about anybody. Yeah.
2: Well, well spoken, sir.
9: Thank you. Thank you, my friend. All right, the
3: severe guys. thunderstorm warning for Southwestern Skamadia in East Central Clark County is canceled. Once again, it is canceled due to a lack of interest.
2: Let's see. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello.
9: Hey, hey, Rick. This Brad.
2: What's
5: up?
9: Uh, just cruising through the couve and looking you know, for kicks. Yeah, well, I was coming back toward Portland, but uh, lots of snow slash ice up uh, a little bit north. But there is like three inches, so you can get up about 99th Street area, so it's it's a little slippery. But. And it's
2: it's snow, it's or hail or something. No, so
9: it's hail, but it looks as if it's three inches of snow. Uh. So fairly fascinating, but this particular area well, seems redundant of Vancouver. It's a little hard to tell what's damage and what's just normal day-to-day activity there.
2: <laughs> what's damage and what's simply Hickville?
9: Yeah, I mean there's a couple of rolled-up roofs and things like that, but it's it, this is old Highway 99 area and it's it's kind of tacky anyway.
2: So it's a, it's a relative damage.
9: It is. Man, the Walmart wasn't here. So again, like Carl said. No trailers hit. The Walmart wasn't hit. It really couldn't have been that bad. All right.
3: Thank you, sir. So, power is still out to 2,500 customers. Two substations are reportedly down. Uh, two schools in the coup currently without power. All schools remain in session and plan to release students at normal time. So, once again, the uh, the warnings have been canceled. So, the worst is over. All right. Well, at for, least for now. I was
2: going to say, and I, not to be alarmist about this, we really don't want to be, uh, but, I mean, is there a reason to believe that people should remain? whatever alert on guard cautious whatever yes keep okay. your eyes open uh because it's the conditions are it is possible that one of these could come back at some point mm-hmm.
3: but right. uh, for now the severe thunderstorm warning for southwestern Scamania and east central clark county is canceled all right so once again this all touched down shortly after noon time in the cove nobody had any warning on this whatsoever it, it just happened jesus
2: uh let's take a break and catch up we'll come back and go back to the news desk get more of your phone calls and uh, I don't even know what we were scheduled to do the rest of the day, but I guess we'll figure it out. Sadly, the Inquirer woman got pushed back, but we'll uh, maybe talk about what we were going to talk to her about here in a while. You stay there. It's the Rick Emerson radio program, live and local in Portland. You stay there. We
8: stand up way, we can stand tall. out to get mad. realize super bad. Small going to be a victim.
2: Uh, all right. So we will talk to uh, Dorothy Caccessary is her name. Caccessary. Uh We'll talk to her tomorrow. Uh, she's, uh, can I Do
4: okay. you want to go to my website? Okay. Can you, all right. And
2: we'll get some more tornado news here in just a second. But I do have to say this because I know you're bursting to tell me because it all got preempted by God in his tornado. Yeah. Uh, by the finger of the Lord. Uh, so we're going to talk to a Dorothy from the National Enquirer tomorrow at 1130 a.m. So write that down. Uh, it is a pretty great reason to postpone. I mean, normally we just postpone because we're lazy or we're... we're I'm sorry, there's a tornado destroying the city. Can we do this tomorrow? Uh, okay, why? Okay, let me guess. And then we'll go to Tim Riley at the Ministry of Truth and we'll talk tornado. Here's what happened around 1230, right before the tornado started. Um, and how weird is that? I mean, did you think you were going to be talking about a tornado today? No. Jesus. And how great is it that Carl Klick called us?
3: But this, he knows, this he knows is,
2: where to listen for his information. Really, it's true. This is because we rule. There's no getting around that. Uh but right as we we went into break at twelve thirty, our last word oh now my email starts working.
4: Thanks, God. Thanks for that. I think it's Yahoo, not God. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Uh the um uh it, right as we go into break, Tim and Sarah are like, Hey, when we come back, we've got the greatest story ever about which we will be talking with the National Enquirer editor tomorrow. All right, let me guess. Is it Brittany? Well, of course. Of course it's Brittany. Is it um, something about when she was in the crazy house? No. Um, is it something about when she was locked in the bathroom with the kids?
12: Kind
4: of, yes.
2: Is it, um, so is it the assistant spills so much, all?
4: It's not fun to guess. I think you should just look at it.
2: Okay, What? where is it at?
4: Uh, SarahXDillon.com. All right, well,
2: let me go to SarahXDillon.com. Uh, I should have that bookmarked over here actually.
4: It has the greatest four letters in quotes or four words.
2: All right, hold on.
7: Oh, wow.
3: Really? No, I'm curious.
7: Can ah. you believe that?
3: This is
2: the front, the cover the cover of The Inquirer, and this is the this is why she was so eager to come on and talk about it. Oh, I wish we could have done this today. And it it would just be begin that's Tim, probably. It would just be inappropriate to do this today, uh, only because there's real, there's like local. We got this tornado to talk about. The cover of the National Enquirer. Brittany says, "quote I'll kill the kids."
3: Look at that, Tim. Oh yeah, I saw. It. Oh, that was what I saw. I'll yeah. kill the kids. Really? That information. Sure.
4: What really happened inside the house? And it
2: says, "Eyewitness says meth drove her over the edge." Stupid tornado!
3: Damn you! Jesus! Wow. Can you believe that? I sadly yes, but
2: I mean, I know what you mean when you ask me that. I mm-hmm. mean, Christ. Brittany says I'll kill the kids. Eyewitness says meth drove her over the edge. All right, so tomorrow, uh, right here, we will be talking to um, eleven fifteen tomorrow. Okay, thank you, Richie. So right at the top of tomorrow's program, we'll be talking uh, talking to a uh, Dorothy from the National Enquirer who will give us the background on this. Wow. Jesus. All right. Um, let's get a few of these, and then we'll go to Tim Riley. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show.
8: Yeah, hey, Rick.
2: What's up?
18: Now I got a little injury report from flying debris.
2: Uh, where are you at, sir?
24: I was up in the tube at the time, and now I got this huge crack in my butt.
2: <laughs> really? I
24: regret nothing.
2: I'm not even going to dump it. Uh, We needed a little levity today. Normally, here's what normally happens when somebody says something (laughs) like that. Normally, when somebody says something like that, we we just hit the dump button uh, so that their idiot friends don't get to hear them on the radio, and that really diffuses uh, their desire to call up and do it. If people know that when they say something like that, it's not going to get on the air. They they don't call about it. That's kind of funny, but we did sort of need that at this point. Was that the mayor of Vancouver? I think it was. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, at the uh, at the CBS Tornado Watch Center, here's Tim Riley.
0: And now from the Ministry of Truth, this is Tim Riley. So the tornado warnings
3: and thunderstorm warnings have been canceled. Tornado touched down in the Cove shortly after noon time. We have uh, new reports of uh, hail flooding northeast 107th. A down tree at Rolling Creek Apartments. A two-story building had the bricks peeled right off it at Hazeldale and 78. A billboard at 78th and St. John's is down. And let's see here. We have uh, three sections of the roof at Joel Olson Trekking Incorporated, 1615 Northeast 76th Street. Uh, Torn off. And a tree is toppled behind the business and several vehicles. What else do we have here? A brick. uh, Let's see. We have brick falling off a building along Hazeldale Avenue. Uh, traffic signals are, are out at Northeast 78th and Highway 99, creating traffic bottlenecks. A resident of Hazeldale reporting roofs off buildings at 72nd Street and Shulam Road. Uh, 1,200 customers without power. Let's see here. And uh, the kids at school at uh, Prairie High School of Vancouver. Uh, multiple students claim to have seen sparks fly from their computer equipment during the first strike around. 1229. So I want to know how that happens. Yeah, that's...
2: Because that's the thing I don't understand. I, I just know so little about electricity, mm-hmm. and it makes me sound like a rube. But I don't really even understand how electricity works. I mean, in, in other words, like, I plug something... I know this sounds like idiot 101, but, I mean, there's a, a, an outlet in the wall. You plug your hairdryer in, and it works. And so I don't know if the power is just sort of sitting there, mm-hmm. waiting to, to come out of the wall. I know that sounds dumb, but, I mean... So, and if it's not, in other words, if your hair dryer, that, never mind. This is just going to be an endless discussion that I'm never going to understand anyway. I just want to know how sparks come out, and from, from where? Does it say where in the computer the sparks were coming out of? No. Huh. All right. Uh, hi, you're on The Rick Emerson Show. Hello. Hi, Rick. Hey.
26: This is Mike Brooks. I'm the tram uh, operations manager. Yes, sir. At OHSU. I just want to let you know that if the... if if you know, something did happen, you would be our very first person we'd ever lost on the tram. That would be the first thing i would
2: Well, that would be, would there be a plaque in my honor?
26: No. No, but we'd all be with you. But <laughs> I, just, just to let you know how, how ironic all this is, Hans uh, actually works right down the hall from me. We're both avid P1 listeners. I've been a listener uh, of yours for a year. I've been emailing you for years. Thank you, thank you sir. that. Excellent. Uh, and... Uh, so, but I, we're really excited to have you come up and, and ride this thing. So next Thursday sounds great. Okay, we'll yeah, I, I'll give you the full nickel tour, dude. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. This, by the way, just just so that you guys know, this thing is unbelievably safe. But what happens is when the winds kick up, it pushes the cabins to the side a little bit, uh-huh. and every, this thing has so like some of the best controls you've ever seen in it. We detect all that stuff, and when it gets above a certain
2: what five degrees? He uh, said. Yeah,
26: we just shut it down. It just automatically shuts down and requires that you manually restart the the unit. And if you, when when I show you the how this thing functions and the the mechanical room on it, you're going to quickly see that that they really put a lot of thought into safety.
2: Have you had anybody hurl on the tram? Be honest.
26: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But not not because of motion sickness, usually because they had the flu or something like that. And then that was the, the, as you go up over the tower. The
2: precipitating incident. It
26: might have precipitated that. But the tower, uh, when you go over the tower, during the weekday, we slow the tram down. But during the weekends, we actually run it at full speed, and it really, really swings. So when I take tours on, (laughs) like tours of kids, I'll say, hey, run it at full speed. We'll get a full load up there. And we'll let it go, and it's the best ride in town, I think. So.
2: Well, all right then. Excellent. I can't
26: wait till you guys get here. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm such an avid fan of of all y'all's, and I've met Sarah before. She she we've we've run into each other, so I I think I think you'll really enjoy it. Excellent.
2: Well, Excellent. thank you, sir. We apologize for the delay, I'll, but we'll, we'll please, see. will we'll see you next Thursday. Please don't apologize. We'll, uh, just, see don't
26: apologize. we'll uh, just
2: see you next Thursday. Thank you, my friend. Excellent. All right, there you go, uh, Mike Brooks. Good.
26: So that makes me fan. feel a lot all better. Right. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I felt like kind of. You should have
4: totally just called us pansies.
2: Completely. which we are. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, all right. Uh, hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Hello. This is Ma? Yes, yes. Hey. Good, good twist, sir. Yes.
16: Uh, I'm in Hazeldell, and apparently one tornado, the news says the tornado was north of me, but all the damage is south of me. And this is all within, like, five minutes of my house, like, walking distance.
2: Uh-huh. And so what? when you say damage, like, what are you seeing? What, what's?
16: I'm, I'm not seeing anything around my house. It barely knocked over my... Uh, recycling containers, but there's those asphalt and sheriff trucks and fire trucks going past my house, and apparently people's, you know, uh, sheds got knocked over and stuff yeah, have like
2: you, that. Did you have, is your power out?
16: It was out for about an hour, so right. kudos to them that they got it back up and running. Right. But at about, like, 12, I heard, like, boom, 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 and I was like, what the heck is going on? And so I wanted to call you guys to see, like, you know, have we gone to war? <laughs> it war, was just, against
2: the, war against the the godless tornadoes, sir.
16: <laughs> it was so loud and it was so close, and then it just started hailing like crazy. And then the power went out, and then like five minutes later, it was done. And uh, so I was listening to you guys, and then all of a sudden, the reports come in that there was a tornado, and I'm like, where? And it was like, you know, five minutes One Direction. Right. Houses tore up. Two minutes the other direction.
2: Well, that's one of those things, and I, as I understand this, and I don't, I'm not an expert by any means, but I, it, it, that's the thing about tornadoes is they do kind of a surgical strike. Well, I mean, you always hear those stories about how one side of the street is destroyed and the other side is completely fine uh, yeah. because it's just wherever the tip of it happens to touch down, it shreds yeah. everything there, but everything around it is pretty much okay. Yeah, that happened on Desperate Housewives. <laughs> it's exact. it's just like that episode of desperate housewives sir. i
16: grew up in ohio and i remember we, we saw a tornado there one time and it was the weirdest thing because you would look in the sky and the sky was green from all the leaves and grass that it was
11: oh that's up. creepy yeah it oh, that was weird
16: creepy one of those things like you see that wow you're always going to recognize that but no loud train noises like they talk about just hail like crazy all
5: right.
2: and
16: then about 10 minutes later it was fine but the Power did go out and they got it on pretty back pretty fast. So all right, actually, I'm glad Dude, everything's yeah. fine
2: with you. All right, thank you, yeah. sir. An all earthquake right. is like there a crane
3: noise, by the way.
16: I I'm
2: trying to remember if I've ever been in, We we I was in one earthquake here a couple years ago. an earthquake here of some magnitude about four years ago, mm-hmm. something Maybe. like that. And I was in one in San Diego. I've never been in one
3: of the big LA earthquakes or anything like that. That yeah, um, was in the North. Earthquake. I was on the air. Really. Yeah, I was playing a uh, jingle in the cart machine, and I started cursing the engineering department because the cart machine was slowing down. All of a sudden, the, the building is shaking, and i am saying, oh, please, don't let me die as an overnight jock that nobody's listening to. Was the cart machine slowing down because the power was off? Yeah. The, the power was starting to go off, and the building was starting to shake. Did the cart go, yep. oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Ugh. Um, and We also have a report. The tornado ripped through the Washington State University Research Station at 78th Street, damaging several cars in the parking lot after a tree went down. Uh, Let's see here. At uh, Grover Electric and Plumbing, they lost a few landscaping trees but escaped undamaged.
2: This <laughs> is. Oh, great. I just got an email. Hey, Rick, somebody told me that a tornado touched down somewhere. Can you look into it? <laughs> yeah, we'll get right on that, sir. Let me put it on my to do list for tomorrow. Uh, Um.
3: So right. apparently it lasted about 60 seconds.
2: Well, you know what? 60 seconds. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. I remember um, when that... Uh, God, it was when I was in school, and it wasn't here in America. It was one of those quakes in India that killed like 5 billion people. They have those about every year. And somebody said, well, they well, people
3: was... aren't very steady on their feet there anyway.
2: <laughs> um, too much... There's... I was trying to make a, a joke about chicken tikka masala. But uh, anyway... Um... Uh, But there was like an earthquake of about 45 seconds. I remember somebody in school, we were like in third grade or something, and somebody said, well, how can anything that's 35 seconds long be all that dangerous? And the teacher actually did this pretty great experiment where she just told us all to be quiet and look at the clock and wait out 35 seconds. And you start to realize that if the ground is shaking underneath you and things are being destroyed, 35 seconds is a long-ass time.
3: How long was the earthquake you were in? How long did it last? Oh, it was only a few seconds, less than 30 seconds.
2: Uh, Did it do uh, damage where you were? I mean, other than knocking the
3: power off? let's see no it's south in northridge you did remember that's when that oh, yeah. parking garage in northridge it collapsed yeah. yeah yeah so it was south of there but that that was the that was the biggest earthquake i had been in i uh, yeah i think i've been in the one in san diego which is not that bad um and you are very steady on your feet for the next few days after that oh for yeah some
2: oh yeah uh let's see um all right somebody is sending me the Hopefully it's, oh, by the hopefully. way, the,
3: the last tornado hit hit Vancouver was April fifth, nineteen seventy two. That killed six people. That hit along uh, Blanford Drive. It is the current site of Value Village on uh, Fourth Plain Boulevard. Uh,
2: that's one I think Carl Click was referencing. Yeah. That okay, so
3: that was seventy uh, two. I haven't
2: been able to open this picture yet, but I know he sent it to uh, Tim to your uh, your uh, CBS mail as well. This is a. Picture of a traffic cam from 1235 p.m. at 78th and I-5. Um, and I know he sent that to Tim at a.m. Yeah, I let me look here. Uh, yeah, I can't open the picture. My email is up but moving very slowly now. Uh, yeah, you right can now. see
4: a little funnel cloud.
2: Is that a picture of it sort of? Things like that are always creepy to me. Security cameras, uh, security camera footage after the fact. Uh, you know, like there's that there's this uh, creepy thing. Oh my God, I got tons of email here. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's see here. There's this creepy uh, surveillance footage of uh, there's that guy in Wichita, the BTK killer. He was a serial killer. They finally caught him. Were you know terrorized Wichita for like 20 years. They caught him a couple years ago, but they they found this creepy surveillance footage like long after the fact. Of somebody is sending me applications for life insurance. Really? <laughs> yes. Excellent. Uh, it, he had been dropping off notes for the police, and they finally found some, like, Walmart surveillance footage, like a long time after the fact of him, like, walking up and dropping off a note and then getting in his car and driving away, and it's at like, the creepy stop motion where it takes a picture every two seconds footage and stuff like that that's taken after the fact. It's always so unnerving to me. Um, and so, let's see. Um Okay, so this I can't see the picture yet, but apparently what it shows is a Salvation Army store with one of their trailers tipped over in yeah, the parking lot. I'm looking here. Um, so I've I, got,
3: I've got tons of emails here.
2: Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not able to see any of this yet. It's just like a big broken frame where the picture ought to be. Uh, let's see. Okay, here. Okay, I have
3: another picture here. Uh, is that I five at seventy eighth? Yeah. Okay, that's from uh, Mark the Brit. Take a look at that. Okay, that is that would
2: seem to be the funnel cloud on the horizon, mm-hmm. either moving toward or probably maybe moving away. Right. By
3: the way, we're we're taking a look at pictures around noontime. This yeah. is at twelve thirty-five. This is not happening. Yeah. Now. This is not happening now.
2: Uh, this this is a, it's right as the tornado is either either coming in or leaving. One one of the two. Uh, let's see. Um, Richie, I think we're going to hold this to one Wizard of Oz joke per day. I'm looking at line four. By the way, I think we will. Uh, I think we will skip the obligatory uh person screaming in a in a Judy Garland voice today. Uh hi, you're on the Rick Emerson show. Is this me? Yes it is, sir. Hello.
21: <laughs> how you doing, Rick? Hi Good to talk to you. Um I was on a high five at noon just north of Vancouver uh-huh. and um it was uh, some very very heavy weather there. I can see how they would have had a tornado.
2: And so but I mean it was just it was like hail or wind or was it blackness or
21: um, it was very, very dark, and the rain wasn't quite hail as of that moment, but it was very chunky, you know, just like right before it snows.
2: Chunky rain. Yeah. It's the kind that hides uh, Eddie Murphy. All right, thank you. <laughs>
4: thank all right, you. there
2: you go. All right, that's uh, no, chubby rain. Um,
4: so right. the low just wrote me He said that he's on hold.
2: On which of these? On
4: Vegas Batman. With Ve- We're on hold. Vegas Batman has to bounce shortly. Were we going to make him eat something?
2: I was he eating something today? Richie I okay. Well let's let's take a break
4: here. Let's, I don't think it's Richie, I think it's the call screening software.
2: I no 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 I'm just no 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 I'm just I'm I understand that. I'm just saying uh I'm asking him to, to check and maybe put it on the screen for me because I know this call screening software is not always, you know, whatever. But we should probably take a break and reset. So anyway. Take a brief break. We'll come back and we'll we'll see where we are in the next hour. You said it's the it's Jesus. It's two o'clock. It's the Rick Emerson show. Back after this. Here's a little bit created by our old Fatboy Roberts, by the way. It's 503-733-2970. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to Tim Riley.
0: And now, from the Ministry of Truth, this is Tim Riley. What
3: a wild and wooly day now. This just in, the National Weather Service in Portland has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for East Central Multnomah County, Northern Hood River County, and Southern Skamania County. Doppler radar indicates a severe thunderstorm capable of producing hail. This storm is located right now near Multnomah Falls, about 12 miles east of Oshugel, and moving easterly. The severe thunderstorm will be near Bonneville around 205, Cascade Locks and Stevenson around 210, Home Valley and Carson around 215, Viento State Park, and that'll be around 225. Doppler radar has indicated some weak rotation within this storm. A tornado may still develop. <sighs> Repeating, a tornado may still develop. This warning is in effect for east central Willoma County. North Hood River County, Southern Skamania County. This is a severe thunderstorm warning capable of producing hail. Currently it is twelve miles east of Washougal.
2: Does it say I'm sorry, you maybe said this? Is it heading Easterly? Easterly, okay. Um well, real quickly, let's take a moment to talk to our good friend The Low in Vegas, where they are relatively tornado-free at the moment. Absolutely. Hello, sir. How are you?
14: I'm doing pretty good. Actually, you know, first off, you know, I didn't send that email to kind of, like, push myself to the front of the line. I, I got an
2: email saying, I am on hold. It is time-sensitive.
14: Well, this it's just because um, the Vegas Batman is expecting a client call from Guam, so he had to go actually, back to his office uh this is the
2: guy who ate the tablespoon of cinnamon
14: yes that's so correct. what so is he is he around at the moment uh no actually he's in his office because he's, he's scheduled okay. the guy was scheduled between now and two right. thirty uh, we may
2: actually have to can we do this tomorrow with with he and you um
14: I will check with him because i don't work on friday
2: okay. I hate to say that, but it's, again, we've got all this uh tornado business well happening.
14: no that that's perfectly all right and and I think his scheduling this afternoon was kind of sketchy so th- 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 right. that'll work just fine and um as a last order of business, I want to make sure that uh uh Richie's not upset with me.
2: Uh why would Richie be upset well, with me? Well,
14: it, it's not it's nothing major, but I sent him I replied to one of his comments and I, I was hoping he didn't take it as me being snarky
6: with him. Oh wait, hold I on. was, it was this angry. on the was
2: this was this on his MySpace? Yeah. All right, hold on. I have to go there now. Uh and we will judge whether or not we believe it to be snarky. This will be a good respite from the um a good respite from the tornado news. Hold on a second. MySpace.com uh richie radio underscore com for whatever reason uh let's see here richie radio underscore com
14: i might just be you know i might just be being an oversensitive little girl about it but (laughs) Well, we'll
2: see hold on i'm at his site right now let's hope nothing begins playing um all right looking here let's see um yeah i don't even i don't even see oh here we go um Let's see. What is this? Where you said, "Good God, man!" You coded the entire sidewalk. That
14: <laughs> no, was before that. Because he asked me, he asked me about one of the tracks on my uh, MySpace. He asked if I made them, and of course, there's a typo in there. Oh, so and it, it says,
2: "It says, of course, right. good, good God." All it right. said, right. uh, before, "What?" But, it says, uh, "Yeah, hell, yes, I made them." What do you think I spent all my time being antisocial doing?
14: Yeah, and I and I didn't want him to take that as oh, being snarky. So well,
2: he works with me, so he has a high tolerance for snark,
4: sir.
14: Okay, because I want to be be able to, to maintain the possibility that I'll get to run with the uh, Pimp Squad when I, I come back to Portland.
4: You don't want to do that. Come <laughs> oh, on. Let oh, me.
2: Dude, there's a little shiver. Dude, like, does your soul die a little bit every time you hear them call themselves that?
4: You know,
14: the first time I heard it, I got goosebumps. And then <laughs> yeah. uh, each time after that, it's kind of like, you know, it's like seeing a beheading in a movie over and over and over again. It hurts you get a little less. <laughs> so the, the next time I come to Portland, I really would love to be able to run with the Pimp Squad, uh, of course video camera included.
2: Of course. No, of course. Any anything we're doing with that is worth doing on film, sir.
14: And I, I will bring you the real truth.
2: All right. Thank you. Well, let us know how it works out with the Vegas Batman and whether we can talk to him slash you slash both of you tomorrow. We'll, uh, we'll take it from there.
14: Okay. I'll touch base with him and let you guys know. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. There you go.
2: Uh, Vegas Which Batman. This
4: page has some disturbing comments on it.
2: It really does. A you lot of them from Clear Channel, Channel employees. Told you
4: may need some help getting sassed up, LOL.
2: Is that from the Clear Channel girl?
4: No, it's from a girl named Jessica wearing a Santa hat.
2: All right. I'm sorry. I'm eating these Gardetto snack chips on the air. All of this um, preparing to die has
3: got me hungry. Here's Tim Riley. Okay, so I'm looking at these websites, and uh, the first thing I did was to go to the KGW website, which said the winds weren't enough to pick up a car or move it. Then you go to the K2 website. First thing you see, a car put up on top of a big rock.
9: <laughs> oh, Jesus.
3: So even though this tornado occurred in KGW, it's not enough to move anything. K2 shows you
2: actually has photographic records of a car having been moved.
3: It's on top of a rock.
2: Well done, Carl. Click in your face, KGW. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show.
24: Rick, I am actually uh, on I-84 right now at about milepost 54 uh, just west of Viento Park. Mm -hmm. And driving through, I would like to say, the worst rain I've ever seen in my life.
2: And that's saying something in the northwest.
24: Uh, well, I've lived in Portland, uh, Portland Metro, for about uh, 37 years right now. And, uh. What made. Well, this is a dumb question, but humidity. what.
2: This is a dumb question, but what made the rain so bad? Was it, it was heavy, or there was just so much uh, of it, or was it windy? Or?
24: It's foggy. Um, it's coming down, uh, thick. <laughs> um, there's intermittent, uh, ice crystals in the rain. I just came from Hood River, where there's a foot of snow on all the side streets. Mm. Um. It's, I could tell when I was looking across the Columbia River there towards Washington at how black it was over the top of the uh, the hillside there, right. white salmon. That something was coming this way, and and sure enough, it is. But uh, I'd like to say there again, oh the humanity! <laughs>
1: um,
24: and if you would not mind, uh, in tribute to this lovely storm today, play uh, Van Halen's "Humans Being" from the Twister soundtrack, and perhaps some dialogue from Mister. Bill Paxton uh, to Helen Hunt about you know look what's in front of you
4: look it's me.
2: You know I have to tell you the, the worst moment in that film and that is a terrible film in every way. Twister is an awful film. I mean it's is sort of a inter- film
4: with Helen Hunt in it. Yeah
2: and Bill Paxton uh, uh-huh. and and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, that film is kind of entertaining but boy goddamn is it awful. It's terrible and the worst moment for me in that film. Because And because I worked in um, radio, well, you know, I was in radio when that happened. I remember the Twister soundtrack being pushed with that horrible Van Halen song. And so they were trying to do it. And so what happens is, here's this tornado that has just come through an F5, the Finger of God, that has just come through. It's undoubtedly killed people. I mean, it's undoubtedly this is the tornado in the movie, by the way, not the one today. The tornado in the movie Twister has undoubtedly killed, but caused millions and millions of dollars of property damage, destroyed lives, completely decimated a whole part of a town. But of course. As the tornado passes and that motorhome comes over the horizon, the important thing is they've got speakers mounted on the roof and they're blaring a Van Halen song as they come in. Oh, yeah. And you can just hear the marketing division going ka-ching. So I will
5: not
24: be playing that. I cannot believe that on a day with a tornado, you would cut a segment with a woman named Dorothy.
2: I know. I did think about that, actually, but I thought it was too soon.
24: Well. All right.
9: Thank you. There you have
24: it.
2: You know, now I have to play that Van Halen song.
4: Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show. Dude, Hello.
2: Rick, stop Sick. doing that. I have to have energy to cover the storm.
4: Well, then turn your microphone off because you're grossing us both out. Hello, sir.
24: Hey, Rick. Did um, you not? I was watching uh, KGW, and they were showing damage of a trailer park.
2: <laughs> really? Do you suppose that they deliberately went looking for that?
24: I, I believe so. Dang, wouldn't if that, that was damage? fresh
2: damage? That couldn't, have, that couldn't have just been the first thing they saw. I mean that had to have been like they had to they they had to have gone to their file immediately. So like, get me a trailer park.
24: And it wasn't that much damage. It was like uh, some window awnings that that were ten anyways uh, bent up against the house, and uh, a little piece of siding uh, got ripped off. Uh, and uh, yeah, they were in a trailer park showing damage.
2: Excellent. All right, thank you,
3: sir.
24: You good? Thanks, All right,
3: guys. There you
2: go. Let's see. All right, here's uh, Tim Riley.
3: Uh, We have uh, Leah Edwards with uh, Clark County Fire.
7: We have some reports of damage, power lines down, trees down, uh, some property damage, and we're uh, trying to assess the situation and try to take care of uh, all the emergencies as
12: quickly as we can.
3: So once again, we still have a severe thunderstorm warning in effect till 2.30 for east central Lenovo County, southern Scamania and northern Hood River. These are severe thunderstorms capable of producing hail, uh, let's see. They could intensify our tornado may still develop, so uh right now it's around the Monmah Falls area, so if just you're pouring driving in that direction, yep, yeah. inhaled probably.
2: Has anybody got us out here
3: No, yeah. I don't want to get wet.
2: I'll go
8: look.
3: all right, we'll wait. We'll take okay. a break here in a few.
8: what Rick'll we'll take a... you shut up, I'm almost done. Hello,
21: auntie Emerson anti Emerson. it's a twist to Emerson.
2: Please sorry, tell me you have more than that.
21: I'm sorry, did I interrupt your meal?
2: Yes, please tell me, please tell me you have, you have more to tell us than that.
21: Actually, I'm watching, I'm watching Coin, and um you know, the, they've extended the noon news broadcast out to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, three, four, five, six hours. Yeah. And, uh, Mike Donahue is starting to sweat like a pig.
5: Oh,
23: really?
21: I mean, it looks like somebody dumped a bucket on him, and then they keep going to, they keep going to Vancouver live, live shot. And um, I don't know the name of the reporter, but the woman is showing so much cleavage that, that a strong wind could uh, uh, set, the, set the children free. So.
3: Can we get uh, are those the women of Vancouver showing cleavage?
21: Oh, the reporter, yeah. She's oh. wearing like she's wearing like a, wearing like a, a, an air, a men's arrow uh, dress shirt and a, and a windbreaker. Can we get but, coin
2: uh, news in here, Sarah? I don't know. Can we change the channels? I don't know.
21: Um, but the one thing that's, that stood the test of time here, that it's withstood the hair, the, uh, the uh, tornado, is Mike Donahue's hair.
2: Well, of course, there's nothing that can move that hair. All right. That's, and I doubt. love
4: Mike Donahue. Yeah. But that's the...
2: I love whoever the woman with cleavage the is. I don't even know her name. That's
4: gentleman, right? Sure. Yeah.
2: I don't really know. You know, I know Carl Click. I know, what's his name? Cole? Core? Core, Core. Harlan. Uh, and I know... Uh, Rhonda Shelby. I was going to say, and I know I know Rhonda Shelby. Is she pregnant? And I know the, I know the luscious Deborah Knapp. Uh, but uh, other than that, I got nothing. Wasn't
4: that... What you asked? Didn't you call? No, that was a long time ago. Okay. That, wait, yeah. is she actually pregnant, Ron no, and Shelby? No, 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 no. But I was just doing a callback, and then nobody. Oh, was that's asking. right. That was a, a callback from my security. Really that's right. There. That's when
2: you. There was some unfortunate. Uh, there was some unpleasantness when you thought she was pregnant, and she was merely not.
3: Well, it was an inquiry. I'm a fan. I want to know. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Okay.
2: Uh, how do I turn this uh, television on? on yeah, but the, I, where... You, okay, smart guy. You tell me where the Someone is.
4: took the remote, so you're going to have to stand on Somebody a chair. Somebody took the remote for our TV. <laughs> we have no remote. take the remote? Because it wasn't be tied careful. up. Because
3: there was no food.
4: Rick is so the guy that will fall off the chair and crack I'm his head open.
3: standing on this He already stool. hit his head wow. on that. Oh, he already hit his head on that last week. Hold on. Hey, I'm turning um, on the television. This is so sad.
2: Just so I can see this
4: woman's cleavage. It'll probably be gone. Oh, theme categories.
3: Wait, hold on. How about music videos?
2: Hold on. Right, oh look! Who's doing that? We have digital. Okay, but who's changing the channel? I don't know. How
3: did
4: that oh, okay, now you're it's are doing just again.
2: I'm not doing anything. Hmm. It says external inputs.
4: Baby's special delivery. Is he really changing it to that? He is.
2: I don't know how to do anything. Rick, I
4: don't think you can change him with that.
3: Isn't there? A... We're trying to work a television set here, ladies and gentlemen. Hey,
2: Richie,
4: is there? Are you changing that? Is I, that you? Uh,
2: I think so. Richie, do you have a flashlight?
3: I guess we have satellite television. True life. Hmm. Once again, I'm we want to remind folks drunk. that uh, in case you're driving, a severe thunderstorm warning remains in effect till 2.30. For Southern Scamadian, Northern Hood River, and East Central Multnomah Counties, these are severe thunderstorms capable of producing hail. It could intensify. Uh, the thunderstorm, let's see, is heading toward... Biento State Park, it should be there at 225. what okay, no
2: occurs to me is it doesn't matter because this is satellite. We're not going to get a local
3: channel on here anyway. Unless we can get local channels on the satellite. I don't It's only an extra can. five bucks.
2: Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson Show while we're looking. That's a
3: policeman's the flashlight.
2: I can kill you with this flashlight. Yeah. All right, here's uh, Tim Riley. Or no, I'm sorry, here's whoever this is on the, hello. Hey, Rick. Hi.
24: Hey, you don't get two feet off the ground. You might do a 2 Richards and fall and crack your head. Okay. That's usually that his way, but you can't blame the TV for showing the trailer parking them. That's all there is. Oh,
2: it's what I do. That's no, no, no. They've made the same decision we all would, sir. Uh, I
18: know you got to get Cor. You got to get Cor Harlan on the air with you guys. He's, he's hysterical. Okay.
3: All right. Bye. Yeah, I really like Cor. Can you
5: disconnect that
3: line too? Maybe you should come over
2: yeah. here and speak with us one of these days.
3: Yes. Oh, All right. Should I pick up this other one? Oh, listen to this. Some drivers saw shopping carts blowing through the air at Fred Meyer.
4: Well, that's just crazy talk, Tim Riley. Really. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. I got a flashlight. Rick, I, don't,
4: I think someone's messing with you. I think somebody else is changing the channels. It didn't look like you Who else worked. could
2: be watching? Uh, no, I'm doing the channel changing right now. But... but you're not
4: doing the satellite channel changing. I think Brian has the remote somewhere, and oh, he's wait, watching it. Oh, wait, are you it...
2: telling me that this is a thing where it? I, I bet gotta, it's connected. Like, I've got to leave this on three...
4: Yeah, because I as soon as the, you yeah. started doing that, it didn't work anymore. Yeah.
2: So I've got to leave the television on three, and then I've got to use the remote to change the satellite.
4: Change. The remote that somebody stole from us. Okay. I don't have satellite television, so I hey, can't
2: help Richie, you. Richie, can you ask Matt if he knows where the satellite remote is? Okay. Thank you. Oh, that, And he's filming all of this. That's great. It'll all go in the
3: An update because that was from 157. That severe thunderstorm warning for southern Skamania, northern Hood River, and east central Multnomah County is canceled. So don't listen to that. That disregard the
2: EAS test you just heard.
3: It's all Listen to us. We know what we're talking about. All right. So um, the severe thunderstorm has weakened and is no longer severe. So the warning is canceled.
5: All
2: right, Richard. going to get on with their lives. I dig this maglite. Where did you get this from? Is this yours or, or, or Matt's?
4: I
5: stole from
3: Matt. This is badass. He
4: doesn't know you have it. It's, no, is Brian still here? I never see Brian anymore. Look how bright so this is. is. Oh, jeez, Rick.
3: <laughs> 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 no,
2: no, it was worth it because the whole room laughed. Um, so, um, uh, yes, yeah, so does it, uh, we don't have the remote control for the satellite. So basically...
4: Somebody has it. We had it in So here.
2: whatever channel the satellite receiver is on... That is what the TV is going to stay on. Oh, did you find it? All right, so now... Wait. Did, can you turn the TV on from there?
3: I have no idea it's what's it's going on here in. at this Hold point. Hold
2: on a second. Let me... I know, you, where, I know where the on-off switch is. All right, there we go. Can you reach it, Shorty? I'm not short. You're short. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, okay. All right.
4: Menu. Now, can you find... Oh.
2: External input. There's no local stations. Uh, no, no local stations.
10: Don't even... Have analog. So
2: we have no local stations. Well, try analog, although that's probably not going to work in here. No. 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 That's
4: too bad. All right.
3: So you don't get this much information on the music station,
2: do you? I'm just
4: going to stay here after work and watch cable all night. Every day. I don't have it.
2: Okay, Matt. (laughs) Be be sure to get a box of donuts before you do that.
24: (laughs) I'm sorry. Was that out loud?
2: Hi. You're on the Rick Emerson Show.
24: Hey, Rick. Before I uh, went to work this morning, I was listening to Rush Limbaugh. It was on there when I got back on. had no idea what was going on. And here's what I hear. A tornado has gone through a trailer park and blew the roof off of a KFC. Really? I swear to you. And I thought, what? I honestly thought I was in Kansas. I really did. I didn't know what the heck was going on. And I guess there's pictures of a blue tarp covering the KFC in Vancouver.
2: Of course. Well... Again, there's like a one in three chance that that was, in fact, it's already extant condition. But well,
24: the KFC does add legitimacy. I mean, come on. I suppose it's the little details that make it
3: believable. It's on the the registry of historic Vancouver buildings.
24: <laughs> it, it is the current. Right sticker. next to
3: the gun and pawn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, so yes.
2: there you go. All right, thank you, my friends. Uh, yes. All right, thank you. All right, uh, let's take a break. I'll play us into the break here, Sarah. I've got something a little special. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, go into break with this. We'll come back more of Tim Riley. Um, am I up over there? There we go. Oh, yeah. Back after this, it's the Rick Emerson radio program. Twister. is the worst song. I'm just waiting to get to the hook because that's the part they use in Twister. Boy, this is the, uh, this is unbelievable. Awful. Why did they decide this was a good idea? Oh, here we go. Yeah. And this is right as like Philip Seymour Hoffman's driving the uh, the camper over the hill. All right, back after this.
16: How many roads must a
3: man walk down Before you call him a man How many seas must a white dove sail Before she sleeps in the sand isn't how many
16: times must the cannon balls fly before the forever band? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind.
22: A bad
20: the
4: answer is blowing
2: in the
20: wind. I love
4: Bob Dylan. What are you talking Finished
2: uh-huh. a harmonica enthusiast. Um, alright. Why, hello, it's the Rick Emerson Radio Program.
3: Yes, and how many years can a mountain exist?
4: for oh, walk
5: mm-hmm.
3: to
4: the sea. Don't put this all on me, Rick Emerson. Yes
2: no, it's fine. Better this than the twister, uh, than the twister segment we almost played. Where, is it the trailer that you were showing with?
4: Yeah. Uh, too it's, soon.
2: it's destructive fury is legendary. Yeah.
4: Yes, not how many when all those cars get righted and the walls are blown. Well, what's so
2: weird is the KGW was like nothing happened, and then K2 shows a car that's been turned over. Mm-hmm. That's Carl Click. You know what it has the news gathering acumen of K-E-T-U. Home of Carl Click, Nate Baker, Kristen from uh, from Accounting and many other luminaries.
3: The, the thing about Carl Click is with all the money he makes, he still chooses to live in the coo. He's yes. one of the people.
2: No, it's he's true. not
3: living in the West Hills. No, he lives in the coo.
2: Oh, he he remains part of the common clay. Mm-hmm. Well, he's closer to his audience.
16: How
20: many time
2: oh, Kristen's saying the level, the lovely Deborah Knapp is pregnant, oh. not Rhonda Shelby. Oh, Deborah Knapp is pregnant. I've seen her in a standing
3: position. Well,
5: I shouldn't say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> the, the
3: way she's. Uh,
5: she oh, wow! <laughs>
3: I mean, she sits behind it. Therefore, that part of her her, her body
5: isn't.
3: Oh boy. We're going to make some friends over there, aren't we? No wonder they never mention us. They tell us to sit way in the back every time they have a the public. Wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, I know where I'm sitting the next K2 event. Ladies and
2: gentlemen. Tim, Tim Riley, Riley. Now, from the oh, Ministry man. of truth
3: this is Tim Riley no I I love her dearly well I shouldn't say that either <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 and I, deeply great, great appreciation for her uh-huh for uh, news reading. Uh, I think that's what she does uh, sure I, I do like uh, Deborah Knapp very much so anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that that's one of those things once it comes out of your mouth it's just too late to push it back in <laughs> it? <laughs>
17: yes
3: it is well, that severe thunderstorm warning has been canceled. So it has been canceled. So, uh, no more wild weather in the forecast, but who knows, it could change. We do have, uh, let's see, I had a couple of things here. We're kind of behind on answering the email, so I do want to respond to some of the, uh, the email that we got asking about the schools. Uh, let's see, teachers. Were to alert students that they should be prepared to follow emergency procedures such as ducking under desk. That proved unnecessary. uh, For the most part, they just took all the kids away from the windows and put them like in interior hallways. So that was pretty much standard procedure. If any parents showed up, uh, the parents were allowed to wait inside. So that's about all that happened. Uh, I'm not sure if, uh, well, younger kids, I would imagine, aren't allowed to leave school grounds during lunch hour if it is at noontime. Yeah. So if there were kids in school, they were escorted away from windows, so that was pretty much as standard operating force. So uh, this email know. says, Rick, if you
2: ride the tram this Thursday, the speed at which you hit the ground after the cable snaps is 120 miles an hour. When you ride the tram next Thursday, the speed at which you'll impact the ground after the cable snaps is 120 miles an hour. I think you're very prudent to hold off till next Thursday if whistling in the dark makes you feel better about your imminent death. I'm all for it. All right, thank you, sir. Here's Tim Brown.
3: Mm. So uh, that is apparently it about the uh, the wild weather. The tornado... Touchdown in the cove a little after noontime today. And uh, there are varying reports. Uh, for instance, uh, in Hazeldale, a two-story building had the brick peel right off the wall. A billboard at 78 and St. John's was blown down. They had about three inches of hail on some of the city's streets. And uh, the last big tornado was August 5th, 1972, when a tornado moved through the city, and uh, that uh, created some deaths there. So, no reports of any injuries, which is uh, very good. It wasn't that se- severe as uh, that one in the past.
2: This guy says, uh, "Well, first of all, he asked if the EAS alerts are going to be on the podcast, and I don't really know the answer to that. If you uh, want, them, we'll put them on. I think it's an air, it captures the airstream. I don't know where those are on the air chain. Uh, yeah, I don't know the answer to that, sir. Uh, so, the EAS alerts may be in the podcast, but I'm not entirely sure. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's history. Uh, Rick, did you hear in the, did you hear the EAS alert say that if there's no shelter or basement, you're supposed to lie in the nearest ditch? WTF. Well,
3: well that, that would be anywhere in the couve. Did they, did they say that? They may have. I we weren't, weren't listening. listening to
2: them. <laughs> well, we're not, we're here, we're inside. I
3: mean, that is a lousy signal. If I heard it, I wouldn't listen to it either. I
2: That's interesting. It's funny that we should actually know these things, I suppose, oh. so we can tell people what to do in the let, future. Let me see.
3: I can go back here and yes, look they, at some
2: of these things. They will, of course, tune to us and you know, ask
3: us how to save their well, lives. Well, because we're live and local, we don't yes. care about the national audience. We no. are paid for this audience that's here. That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, let me look here.
2: Tim, I
4: know we're focusing on, the, um, on all the stuff that's going on, but i printed out a couple Britney stories if you want those. Yes. Uh, yes. And by yes. the way, this the guy says happening now.
2: about cleavage on coin. The second you went to break, they showed the young lady in question. Her name is Jessica Morkert. Sarah, do you know her? Jessica Morkert? Mm-mm. And she is on a live remote from a trailer park in Clark County. And yes, she is hot, 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 he says. All right. Thank you, sir. But do we have breaking Britney news?
4: Not breaking, but no, just a couple of stories about her. That just right.
3: that's her a, well, support. that's really what we started out to do when at 1230. <laughs> yes.
2: By the way, we will be talking to uh, a woman from the National Enquirer tomorrow at 1115 about the uh, this, this, this story that the Enquirer is now reporting that Brittany was threatening to kill the children and was uh, a meth a- addict, or is a meth addict, something like that. So, um...
3: Oh, by the way, answering that fellow's question, I don't see anything about the ditch. It says here, should a tornado develop, and it's not going to happen. If a tornado was spotted that quickly and moved to a place of safety in a sturdy structure, such as a building or a small interior room, it doesn't mention a ditch. Yeah. So there. I mean, if you want to hide in a ditch, go ahead. But don't, don't tell anybody I told you to do it. <laughs> if it makes you feel better... Uh so if things come to that, I guess. Go right ahead.
2: Uh have a pint of beer and eat a packet of peanuts. Uh hi, you're on the Rick Emerson show. Hello.
3: Hey Rick, how's it going?
2: Uh, I'm just looking at this picture of Jessica Morgan, whatever her name is. She is hot. All right. Yes, yeah. what's up, sir?
25: Hey, um hey, do you ever see the there's a, a show on it's either Discovery or TLC, uh called the Storm Chaser. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, I've seen that.
25: The armored car and the IMAX camera in it and all that. Yeah. They were explaining one time about how the Doppler radar truck has to be so well grounded to the ground when I get near a storm because the static electricity build up into the battery packs will fry everything in it.
2: Okay, so that might explain at least partially how it is that there came to be sparks flying out of these computers at the Hazeldell School or whatever, or that was a Brush prairie. prairie School or that was whatever pra- that is. Prairie High School, Prairie High School, in the Cove. Uh, it, it, because I guess maybe it, it, it charges the air in the area yeah. so much.
25: I guess, I I really don't know the answer to that, but I do know that um, with, I can't remember how close you have to get to a tornado, but the thunderstorms associated with a tornado have enough electricity in them to, like, power the United States.
2: Oh, that's freaky.
25: The tornadoes
2: are really, uh, they are fascinating and terrifying. I mean, I really do understand, Uh, no, we're not going to be playing songs by Storm Large today. Stop it i'm looking at these emails, nor are we going to play she's like the wind um well, we might play she's like the wind uh yeah, it's, they're fascinating they're like great white sharks, you know they're, they're fascinating and terrifying because they do have just this unholy power in them I mean they're really just this mind boggling power the fact that it can, as the guy says, pick up a house, blend it, and then scatter it for ten miles i mean that's yeah that's amazing i mean it's just it's jaw dropping it really is.
25: And, you know, about uh, 10, 15 years ago when I used to drive long-haul truck, we got stuck in Missouri on the interstate. So we had to park our truck underneath an overpass right? because the tornado was so close.
1: Ugh. Ugh. A
25: fully loaded 80,000-pound truck got moved across the freeway to the center because I was in the right shoulder when I stopped.
2: Oh, Jesus. And was it – I mean, you always hear that they sounded like a train. Did it sound like a train? Did it sound like it, anything?
25: It. it, it, it more, yeah, it sounded like a train. You no, know, it sounded more like you. If you've ever heard the audio of the guys standing on the aircraft carrier when they're launching the plane, right? It sounded more like that than a train because it was so unholy loud that you couldn't even talk or hear or do anything. And then you couldn't hear anyway because your ears, the difference in air pressure, screws up your ears so bad that you, you, I couldn't hear for like another five minutes afterwards. Wow. So it's, they're they're freaky.
2: All right, thank you, sir. You bet. All right. There you go. Uh, it's 503-733-2970. Um, is Tim getting something, or are we breaking?
4: Um, i put out a couple of Britney stories. Well,
24: let
2: me get these calls here, and then we'll take a break. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson. We'll get a final update from Tim here before uh, before he goes to the Hello? Hello? Hi. Hello?
24: Can I come out of my ditch?
2: <laughs> yes. Yes.
24: <laughs> is, is it okay?
2: Can. Yes, you can, sir. Okay. Ma'am. Okay. Ma'am. I'm, I'm right up by
24: the corner 205. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Get out of
2: get out of your ditch now.
24: Thank you. Thank
2: you. Bye. All right. I thought that was a man doing a woman's voice there for a second. I did, too. Didn't that sound a little bit like a man doing...
4: No, it sounded like a breathy woman.
2: Uh, it, it, to me, here's what it sounded like. It sounded like a... Uh, I've had what? Wo- it's... Oh, I was trying to do it here, and I I, I sounded like, yeah, a man doing... I've the... had
5: worse press than a pedophile or a murderer, and
2: I... Uh, let's see here. Um... Hold on. Um, all right, I'll wait. All right. No, I'm sorry. I'm just. Uh, I'm looking at the. Uh, yeah, all right. I'm just looking at the thing. Hi, you're on the Rick Emerson show. What's up?
15: Hey, Rick. Hey. Uh, this is like way off the subject now, but I uh, was lucky enough to work on the last Bible Man movie I ever made. Uh, really? Well, no. Yeah. Is, it
2: is in times of this that we need Bible Man, sir. We yeah, need well, to have exactly the now. the warm embrace of God. And Willie James. And Willie Ames, but mainly Willie Ames. Uh, so you wait, you worked on... And so, Blee, what was your involvement, sir?
15: Okay, so me and my brother, we raised uh, tarantulas and scorpions, and uh, he needed some for the movie set. So basically we got to sit on the set for two days. And was Bible
2: Man it. fighting scorpions? Had they no, run out of I, actual...
15: Okay. <laughs> no, the uh, the bad guy in the movie, it was like a takeoff from the Nutty Professor. He was a wacky protester. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, he had a, his little, like, uh, laboratory and... He had uh, scorpions and tarantulas and cages.
2: Wait, so Bible yeah. man's enemy wasn't like the devil, it was a protester?
15: He, the wacky protester, yeah. He was kinda like uh the netty professor, uh did mean, the wacky protester?
2: But what did the wacky protester do? Like what what made him a villain?
15: He was uh working on potions to uh to mess with this with this little kid and make him like disobey his parents and whatnot and yeah.
2: the devil's really aiming low these days. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess like war and genocide is just too much work and so now it's I'm gonna make Jimmy stay up late and fail to brush his molars.
15: That's exactly right, All yeah. right. did you get to but, meet uh, Willie Ames? Oh yeah, uh, he he was actually pretty pretty great uh for being Willie Ames. He uh
2: <laughs> For being Willie of, Ames. As <laughs> <the> Willie <laughs> was, Ames goes.
15: Yeah. Well, the funny thing was he uh he kept talking about how he's gonna take me and my brother out to lunch you know, the, the first day we're on the set. Uh-huh. So he had to take us out to lunch and uh wait for it, guess where?
2: Hmm. Burgerville. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Thank yeah. you, sir. A good Willie Ames
3: story was just what we needed.
2: Thank
3: you. Thank you, my friend. Here's Tim Riley. So the, um, I'm looking at this picture. It, a sign that says slow down with a billboard crumbled up underneath it. Jesus. Yeah. That's in the couve. That is crazy.
2: Yeah. So, the so sign, what? that's slow a billboard down. and no, so the, the billboard, the whole billboard has been torn down then.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. That's a St. John's. Uh, yeah, the, the entire billboard has
2: been uh, has been taken down. All In right. the
3: couve, not to be confused with North Portland City. No, 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 of course not. But the billboards <clears throat> are always down anyway. Uh we don't get Britney watch here, just to bring up the monopoly Uh yeah. Sarah, what do you say? Sure. Okay, Let's ladies go. and gentlemen, Think here's an your Britney watch
2: For... uh Watch. This is, a good, this is a good way to sort of cleanse all of the uh, ink out of the end of the program. Here's it your is. Britney watch for Thursday.
3: Uh, sex tapes starring Britney Spears has been leaked on the internets. Uh, Fox News says that a 30-minute video, 30 minutes.
2: Hold on, going to Google right now. Although I noticed that CBS, uh, Don and Mike were talking about this. I think CBS may have altered their profiles to make it harder to find porn, uh, you know, for show prep purposes on the net.
3: Well, I heard Connie, uh, what's her name, was abusing it. A Katie Couric. <laughs> uh, the raunchy footage is said to show a shaven-headed Britney performing sexual acts wow. on two women. And a male uh, Sarah's saying it's
4: not true. It's not. Somebody hacked the Fox News site.
3: No, uh, but this was not from Fox. This is from the Sun.
2: Okay. This is well, from... someone
4: hacked whatever site it was and wrote up this. Really, well, I have you know. How, we how did now? Now, sorry.
2: where are you getting? Where are you getting the information from that it's not true?
4: Oh, I read that early, on a blog earlier because there were all these posts saying that it. That it was true, and then it wasn't.
2: I'm going to Google News. Who knows?
4: Is this about us going to MSNBC or Britney Spears doing a
3: video?
2: Yeah, that's, yeah, that that, us going to MSNBC thing is not true. Okay, so So there's a a rumor, let me just say that because I'm already getting emails about it. There is a a rumor that has perpetuated itself uh, that we here at the Rick Emerson Show are leaving the warm embrace of CBS and going to MSNBC to do a program.
4: Uh, and I'm going to be your co-host, and Tim Riley will stay on as main newsman for AM 970. Because
2: so yeah, MSNBC is itching to hire us. People are lined up five deep to hire us. Uh, yeah. well,
4: don't we'll, you ever we'll wonder we'll the who's people doing we, this? Yeah, you know,
2: hmm. who is doing this? Not really. Well, somebody did one on me a
3: long time ago, and I guess they took it down since then.
2: Uh, so, yeah, we will not be leaving this. Well, not to the best of my knowledge. Unless unless CBS has made some deal for us that we don't know about, uh, we are not going to MSNBC. Uh, what? I, okay, here we go. So, X17 says... Britney spotted a new sex tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also from The Sun, eGossip, Web Pro News. Uh, this one's about Amy Fisher. Have you seen that Amy Fisher sex tape? No, but i like to.
3: And so she looks nasty and consumes as alcohol in what appears to be cocaine and marijuana. You're
2: finished with Deborah Knapp?
3: <laughs> yes. If true, the sex tape could prove to be another dent in her child's oh, yeah. chances. Oh, Oh, well, that's true. However, there are plenty of rumors and sex tapes before, but no real ones. Of course, the, telling, telling everybody happens. she's going to kill the children
2: and, uh, you know, doing meth, that apparently is not enough. Uh, can I, I don't think I can view this X-17 story because I don't have an updated Flash player on this computer. I've never bothered to update. Oh, wait, here we go. Um,
3: Why Britney stays in hotels often?
2: Uh, another supposed Britney sex tape has surfaced to this one with a cast of four. According to Fox News, a sex tape hit the web Wednesday that featured a bald Britney with two women and a man. It says the video shows the days Britney drinking, smoking pot, snorting cocaine. Um, Okay, and now X-17 is saying... That the article is fake. So your thing is that Fox got hacked?
4: Yeah, somebody yeah got onto Fox. All right. I, was, I know. I was so that's excited for like 10 minutes. Because doesn't it sound that. totally plausible? Oh, it probably is true. It, you it's probably accidentally
2: it. true. You know what I mean? In other words, if you were to post a fake story saying Britney's in a sex tape, even if the story you write is fake, it probably is also true. So, all right. Uh, do we have more, Tim?
3: Uh, yes, we do. Part two. A very close source to Britney has uh, spoken to JJsDirt.com today. Is that a reputable source? Yeah,
4: Jonathan Jackson.
3: Mm-hmm. Nerd. He
4: you no, know, he's the greatest guy. Ah. He used to he used to, like, Bigger celebrities. Bigger than Perez Hilton? No, well, he used to rep celebrities. Now he does his top crap about him. Oh, excellent. okay. I like know them all well personally.
3: Apparently, they spoke about why Britney stays in hotels so frequently when she already has a few homes in the L.A. area. Brittany has been told her house is bugged, and she is afraid that her every move is being tracked in the privacy of her own home. <coughs> she is afraid to drink, smoke, talk on the phone, or have any sort of guest over for fear really? that may be recorded or watched by hidden cameras. It's hard to imagine what would be making her so paranoid. So now she's staying at luxury hotels because they are not bugged. Uh, she has been threatened by Kevin several times. First, it was over her randomly drug testing, and then uh, she, she thought she would never have any sort of private life again. Not mm. in her own home.
2: Did you know that Avril Levine is pregnant?
5: No.
4: Yeah, I read that. Is it is it confirmed?
2: Uh with Derek Whibley. I don't know. Oh, yeah, update. She looks it, an unlikable girl. Updated April hundred percent pregnant. All right. Tim, do you know anything about that?
3: No. Okay. Uh pregnant Jamie Lynn Spears has been dumped by boyfriend Casey Aldrich because he doubts he is the father. What? He doubts he is the father. What's going on today? Aldrich is insisting that TV star Jamie Lynn, 16, has a paternity test to prove he's a child father. <gasps>
2: Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No. No. Wait, is this re- is this a reputable story? This is real. Who, uh, where from is the this from? the Daily Mail,
3: the British tabloid. Oh, please, see?
2: please let it be true. I hope Lycus hears this. I hope Lycus is all over that today. That Casey Aldridge is demanding a DNA test. Now, see, now, these are only rumors, but there already have been persistent rumors. Again, rumors that we are merely reporting as journalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are rumors abound that, uh, that he is not the father. That she was impregnated by quote an older executive an older who worked at, N- at Nickelodeon.
3: producer mm-hmm. oh, at oh,
5: oh, oh.
2: oh man.
3: Uh, she's attending a parenting class in preparation for impending birth and a GED course.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she cares about her future. Yeah. Of course. Wow.
4: See, and that's the only way it could happen because he's the only one that can force her to do it. Right.
2: Right. That's the thing is nobody else. Yeah, nobody else could do it, and the family would never do it. No. Uh, but um, Jesus.
4: We right. should totally go on Maury.
2: Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I I what a what a great day unless you have a uh, property in Vancouver. <sighs> All right, do we need to take a break? If you want. All right. Uh, well, let's take a break. We'll come back and wrap it up after this. Uh, are you going to be here on the other side of the break, Tim? Or are you going to prepare more news?
3: No, I'm going to stay here for a
2: while. Okay, excellent. Back after this to wrap it up. You stay there. It's the Rick Emerson Radio Program. Don't go anywhere. this on the Rick Emerson radio program. Don't go anywhere.
5: She's like the wind through my tree. I'm sorry. i right tonight.
2: Next to me. Sarah Dillon, I am appalled.
5: I cannot believe Moonlight. Only me
2: nobody the to Well, people do need the soothing voice of Patrick Swayze Swayze. Like she
8: doesn't
0: know what
8: she's
2: right, Ladies and gentlemen, let's pay a final visit for this hour to Tim Riley at the Ministry of Truth. And now, from the Ministry of Truth.
3: This is Tim Riley. Yay, all the sore mornings are over with. So it's going to be plain old-fashioned rain with nothing else to worry about. Yes, it is a tornado that touched down in the cool around uh, 12.30 this afternoon. Luckily, nobody was injured, but reports of all kinds of weird things going on. A billboard was blown down. Shopping carts were flying through the air at Fred Meyer. The kids were kept inside, told to stay away from the windows. At uh, Fresh Prairie High School, multiple students claimed they have seen sparks fly out of the computer during the first strike around uh, 12.29. So, uh, lots of flooding in the Hazeldale area, but uh, thank goodness nobody was hurt. So, we have uh, reports of uh, roofs of buildings, and uh, well, the list is practically endless.
19: Uh, hello,
2: hi, here on the Rick Emerson Show.
19: Hi, Rick. Um, just wanted to send a shout out to the guy that raised spiders and scorpions. <clears throat> I'm somewhat of a scorpion enthusiast, and I'm looking for there's, there really as many outlets here in Portland to. Um, find any exotic species of scorpions and richie was kind enough to take down my phone number and i was just going to send a shout out to that guy if he's still listening if he has the capability to to sell those animals to collectors um, i'm not sure if that's his business or not right, but let me that understand is.
2: this i've now become a matchmaking program for people who want to buy poisonous arachnids
19: well i was going to i was going to preface the call with an apology for using your as networking but i figured since it was the end of the show what the hell
2: well it's not like there's anything else going on today that needs talking about
3: well,
2: thanks, Rick. Yeah, you don't need to be <laughs> I'm just Rick. kidding. I'm screwing
3: with it. Thanks for calling Tradio.
2: Yo. <laughs> do, you. do you have any furniture you'd like to get rid of, sir? Okay, thanks. Oh, by the way, this is a late shout-out. I apologize. Uh, a couple people I ran into last night. I was supposed to do this at 2 o'clock, so uh, ideally they're still listening. Oh, I want to give a uh, hello and howdy to Ray. Ray sound like the Ray of Ray's Music Exchange. Cal, you met Illinois. Uh, now, Ray and his family, who are uh, big listeners of the program and of the station, so hello to Ray, and also to Tara, uh, who I met last night. And I, I had actually told Tara uh, that we were going to give her a little shout-out today at 2 o'clock, uh, but it's happening, uh, now happening now. Damn you, Emerson. Did you
4: ever tell Tara when you met her that you're usually like two hours behind? Damn me.
2: Totally. Uh, well, the, the people of the coup take president this afternoon. It's, uh, it's true. Ray and Tara. Uh, hello and howdy. So, uh, Ray and Tara, thanks for being out there. Um... All right. I'm uh, yeah, you
4: out meeting new people. I'm so proud of you.
2: <sighs> yeah, I try not to do it, but sometimes it just can't uh, be avoided. Even after We've got to break that habit. Uh, when are you we, know uh, what? Laura
4: and I have talked about it, and I've decided that I'm going to start making you a social calendar. Hooray. Kind of that you have to do.
2: Well, that's great.
4: Laura's totally okay with it. Just let
2: well, that's fine. It's Laura's, My wife's okay with it.
4: No, she's going to help me put it together, and we're going to um, get you out there.
2: Okay. Just let me get my new shoes first.
4: Tomorrow, tomorrow. I hope
2: this tornado doesn't impede my shoe delivery. The real
3: tragedy would be if my new shoe. You'll only get one shoe.
2: (laughs) And it'll be the left one, which is not the one I need.
3: The other one's on top of a trailer in Hazelville.
2: (laughs) All right, we want to thank CNN Radio correspondent Bob Costantini today. My apologies to Rachel McGrath and to Dorothy from the National Enquirer. Uh, Dorothy. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, thanks to everybody who she weighed we in today. Were messing with her. Thanks to everybody. Yeah. Thanks uh-huh. to everybody who weighed in the Tornado. Uh, Tim Riley doing news updates throughout the day. Rick Emerson Show produced today by Sarah X. Dillon for AM 970 Cell Estate Radio in the newsroom. Tim Riley on the phones. Richie Bristol, The Gatekeepers, Dave Zinn, uh, Marketing Guru Susan Reynolds, and Bridget from Upstairs. Tomorrow, Lemmy from Motorhead. Uh, stay there. Like us next. Bye now. <laughs>